0: This episode of Fort Worth Famous is brought to you by Guy Note, the Jerry Jonestown Master Podcast, and Plastic Object Photography. And now, here are two California girls who have become Fort Worth Famous. Ivy Anderson and Susie Ramo.
1: Did you want me to start talking? Wow. Episode 25 of Fort Worth Famous. I'm Suzy. And I'm Ivy. <laughs> Don't I look so fabulous today? Oh my goodness. That's
0: the best female voice I could <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: You did pretty good though.
0: Like just right there. Bam. Yeah.
1: Nice work. So obviously you all can hear that that is not Ivy. This is my Brother from another podcast, Dustin.
0: Why, hi. Hi. Susie, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing... Sister from another podcast. (laughs) I thought we weren't supposed to call each other brother and sister podcast. I thought that was... That
1: was... Ivy didn't like it. No. I liked it plenty fine.
0: That's why she's not on the show this week. Yep. Just a hofter for that opinion.
1: (laughs) She's on strike. So we're not even recording in the the treehouse. We're... And mi casita más fina. Yeah, first the first time
0: I've ever recorded in someone's bed. Este. <laughs> and this no clothes policy you have is very weird.
1: <laughs> I thought you might like it. I thought it's you were strange. all about the nudist, nudist, Buddhist, nudist, Buddhist, Judas priest fan.
0: No, that was, that's not my policy.
1: Oh, I thought that was. Okay, maybe we should put our clothes back on and start over? Okay. All right.
0: Hold on just a second. <laughs>
1: So, did you notice when you walked in my house that it feels like Christmas in here?
0: Well... I noticed a tree mm-hmm. and some lights mm-hmm. and then all this paraphernalia that I didn't even know you had like <laughs> all this stuff like where do you where do you hide? That's this not after. That's
1: the- not even all of my Santas. I couldn't put them all out because um, of some other reasons that we can talk about later on in the podcast. but um, like this copy okay. table is usually full of Santa's as well.
0: When did Santa go to TCU?
1: Santa went to TCU when Ivy went to TTU. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a gift when she was at school there. So, yeah. We no. just
0: give those to people that go to school there? No,
1: she bought it for me while she was oh, at school. Okay. There's okay. a a naughty list. No, a good list. In Santa's hand, my name is not on there.
0: Cuz we all know all about you. <laughs>
1: Not on the good list. How naughty you are. Yeah. So, but um, almost all of these Santas I got from my mom and my kids over the years, and I've got lots more. Uh, There's some on these shelves behind me, too. Uh, But my favorite, favorite one is not front and center, but front and right It's the little Santa that just says ho on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Going around the Santa, it says ho ho ho, but front and center, it just says ho ho, and his
0: arms are out like <laughs> like pointing down, like
1: ho ho, and his he's got his O face happening. Yeah, it's it is literally my favorite Santa of all of those, other than the one that's on the um, hobby horse, but it's a little bunny rabbit.
0: So, how old are some of these Santas?
1: Um, the oldest ones are well, they're all getting close to at least twenty years old.
0: So, none of them saw World War II?
1: Mm, no, not any they're that not I like know of old. saw World War II. But
0: they're, they're not old German ones from, I don't know, the 1800s? I do know,
1: have was. one that's really cute and it's like all jointed, um, but, and it's very old and the joints have come apart. So, I have, it's, it stays in its box until I can get it repaired. That's probably my oldest one and it's not out.
0: Christmas people crack, crack me up. Why? I was going to say crack and creep. <laughs> At the same time, I can figure out how to do that. But they crank me up because of how much paraphernalia there is. Uh-huh. Um, like my, on my biological dad's side, uh-huh. his brother's wife, which was my aunt law. I guess what she would be? okay, she collected a ton of stuff, but she had like entire cities she would roll out, oh yeah, at Christmas time, yeah. with all these little village
1: yeah Christmas villages and are are and big deals that. And mm-hmm. I was
0: like, you'd go over there on a normal day and it'd be hey okay, you can just hang out in the house and do whatever, mm-hmm. but around Christmas time, it was scary to go in there because <laughs> there's so much stuff, and then that side of my family would always only get together um on Christmas Eve, mm mm-hmm. And when Aiden was born, you'd go over there and be like, uh, don't touch anything. Don't, and here he is, you know, a toddler, you yeah. can't tell wants to, to, to touch, touch everything, yeah. wants to see everything. And he mm-hmm. was just like, Oh my God, how much is this going to cost me if he breaks
1: anything? Oh, how funny. So my in-laws same way, the Christmas villages, she had like a, like a buffet, you know, in the dining room and she would clear that off and her whole Christmas village would go up there. But there was never any worry. Like, she was, for, for as uptight as she is, the Christmas Village stuff. Like, I mean, she was all right. She wanted people to touch it and look at them. And, well, that's cool. Yeah. So,
0: also, what Craig Smith is like down here on Pioneer Parkway, mm-hmm. uh, there used to be a
1: Christmas World. Yeah. All it's still all there. The time. It's oh, still it there. Is? And it's still open year round. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and you'd see people like in the middle of May uh-huh. hauling out. Armfuls of stuff, and I'm like, "What? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. summertime, I, you know. Let's go to the beach. We yeah. don't need to worry about Christmas yet."
1: Look, it's Christmas year round in some places. Not here.
0: Nowhere Mm-mm. is it legally Christmas year round. <laughs> so you just made that up.
1: Well, I don't. I don't, I keep Halloween stuff out year round. I've got lots of Halloween decorations in my house that I keep out all the time.
0: I just thought that was because you were satanic.
1: <laughs> I'm not satanic. <laughs> i just thought
0: that was part of your cult and ritual stuff well
1: and yeah part of my cult but okay no rituals
0: mm-hmm. i'm trying to think
1: if i have any rituals i make coffee every morning it's kind of ritualistic
0: i don't know you've got some <laughs> weird stone circles around this house of, i don't know what you do in them
1: i do have some weird stone circles mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so this is going to be a fun episode it is I've, we haven't done an episode just the two of us since Kaboom, Kaboo, have we?
0: You didn't fill in for Matt.
1: I filled in for Matt, but I don't know that we've that we've had just Kaboo was just
0: us. mm Hmm. Yeah. 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 Hmm. hmm.
1: So here we are. Typically, I mean, I start the uh, the show talking about obsessions but I wanted to talk for just a second because this thing happened yesterday about a little bit about cancel culture in Fort Worth and on social media.
0: Well it just so happens that cancel culture is one of my obsessions.
1: Is it really? Okay, well that that works out very well. <laughs> so yesterday, um I was going to meet up with some friends at a at a market and I pulled up Facebook and I see that I'm tagged Uh, in a post that, and I was like, well, well, that's weird because I'm tagged in a post of somebody that I don't know. So, um, it says, you know, Susie and then a bunch of other people, you know, this person, you're friends with this person on, on Facebook. And so it was a post by someone I don't know. And they were talking about somebody I do know. And he had private messaged, Person B private message person A and was talking about him being transgender and how he mutilated his body and how he was going to hell and how his artwork sucked. And like,
0: it, is it? Hold on. Is this a known thing or did he just call him out full on?
1: No, no, no. It's known he's transgender and that's
0: all right. And that he mutilates his body? Well,
1: no, he mutilated his body to become a man. Oh, you see what I'm saying? So in his, so person B is very religious. Is that a,
0: mutilating your body if you're trying to grow a wiener?
1: <laughs> and remove your breasts. And you know, Oh, yeah. You
0: do take your breast off. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, yeah.
1: So, you know, and I'll, everybody's like, thank you for letting me know. You know, we're not friends anymore. I've deleted this person off Facebook. Da, 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 da. And this is somebody who I don't know very well and who I was like, okay, well, I can make sure I take. how the hell were you tagged in it? because because person c saw that a mutual friend of person b was me and a like she she probably named five or six people and um so what the person said was pretty horrific and you know i i don't want to be friends with a person like that so i'm able to be like yeah no i don't i don't want to be that person's friend anymore on facebook and i see him around town every once in a while he is an artist and so he there are places where i go where i see his art at this street fair he happened to be there doing some caricatures and he walked up to me in a store i was in and was like don't i know you and i was like oh my gosh i just unfriended you on facebook because you're transphobic but i
0: why didn't you respond with that perfect response
1: i just was like I was like, yeah, yeah, we've met. And um, so anyways, all of these people are like, you know, like, F that guy. Screw him. Blah, 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 You know, and I'm not his friend anymore. And like like we've talked about with cancel culture. I mean, like they just completely cancel them. T- totally. Well, okay. Okay. We have one person on there who said – I, you know, we're, we're not friends anymore. We haven't spoken to each other in weeks. They, they fight quite often and it's usually very public on Facebook. Um, and, um, but he said, one thing I need you to remember is that person B is mentally ill. He has got known, you know, mental health issues. And so while we need to hold him accountable for the things that he's saying and doing, We also need to be compassionate towards this man, and I was like, "Thanks."
0: (laughs) So where does that put you?
1: I know. See, I just have you
0: made up your uh, what you're going
1: to do. Well, I took him off my Facebook friends list, but I was I was nice to him when I saw him. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. We do know each other," and um. He was like, have you been, you know? And I was like, oh, I've been good. And I wanted to be like, I heard you haven't had a good day, but I did not say that. So
0: do you know the levels of his mental disorders of like where he's at? Like, is he on the spectrum? Is he, um,
1: oh, he's, um, like manic depression. I would say bipolar, um, that kind of stuff, lots mm. of suicidal ideation, you know those kinds of things, and and but still anxiety disorders. You know where,
0: but he has enough mental capacity to understand the right from wrong. Oh, of what he 100%. does, one
1: hundred percent.
0: Then no, yeah. Then no, there there is no excuse for that. Yeah, I mean, I can get. Maybe you could factor in that he flew off the handle mm-hmm. really quick because of, like you said, manic depressive, mm-hmm. whatever. But. If he has the mental capacity to know better, right from wrong, then no, yeah, that 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 could, I can see why everybody revolted. Yeah,
1: and so started going against him. But the thing that like struck me was, yes, he is mentally ill, and you know, like lots of times, people that we know who have anxiety disorders and bipolar and stuff, that they, they can't control the thoughts in their head when they're not on their medications and stuff. And I
0: can't control the thoughts in my head under (laughs) period
1: hush. And then, and you know, like lots of times they'll say things that they normally wouldn't say like in their right mind, this person though, kind of does this often where he flies off the handle and, you know, like, you know, back in the day they would just be like, Oh, that's his artistic temperament. But now it's not socially acceptable to have an artistic temperament like that (laughs) so but he did say some very vile things
0: i'm not being rude i'm trying to find something Mm -hmm. um i was gonna try to compare it to something you know that crazy weather guy
1: which crazy weather guy
0: the one that he's he's either got a little bit asperger's or he's got some autism he's always yelling Maybe they made action figures after him. He's got his own book, but he's the one that's like, I'm standing here in my place. Oh, yes. The wind is blowing hard. It's time to seek shelter. Mm -hmm. That guy. Mm -hmm. He has come out uh, or he has made posts that says, you know, the Bible says Adam and Eve is the way it's supposed to be. And a man's not supposed to be with a man or a woman with a woman. And he got attacked like his YouTube. I mean, he's a big YouTuber that because uh-huh. that's where he puts all these videos and on Reddit. And he got ripped apart. Mm-hmm. And I came across some of the people attacking him like crazy. hmm And I kind of sat there. It's like, well, if you watch his videos and what he does, you can put two and two together. You know, he has some mental issues. Mm-hmm. But I don't know him as a person, so I don't know if he has the willpower to make good judgment mm-hmm. on the, you know, yeah, on what he was saying. You know, a lot of the a lot of people that are autistic or have Aspergers, you know, there is no black or white, or there mm-hmm. is no gray area. It's all black or white. Right. It's either you do what the law says to do or you don't
1: yeah or you're breaking yeah. the law you know yeah and i've we've got a friend who's got asperger's and he'll observe somebody doing something and look at me or you and say okay is that normal like is that the response a a, a good response because for me that's real weird but it's yeah. just the way he processes it because of his asperger's yeah. so yeah. and
0: you know I've talked about it for my sons a little bit uh-huh. or he, you know, growing up Yeah, and it was weird, you know, him like um, if you get, if you got pulled over by the cops, mm-hmm. goes, well, well, that's what's supposed to happen. You can't get out of this. You need to pay the ticket because you were speeding, daddy. Yeah. You were speeding. That's mm-hmm. the law and you need to pay it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, you know, sometimes the cops let you off and everybody's speed, you know, you got to. Yeah. No, if you go over, you get a ticket. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. So, but, you know, like when, when his friend was like, we need to have compassion, you know, we need to hold him accountable, but have compassion. I was thinking about, I have a cousin who's very outspoken about a lot of like religious things. And most of us in the family are not religious like that. And she will say some stuff and we're like, dude, you're just wrong. And that's being super judgy and hurtful and all this stuff. But I wouldn't want people to cancel her. You know what I mean? Because I know her and I know how kind she is and loving. And she's she treats my family so well. And even though we all call her on what we consider to be her bullshit, she's still so kind to all of us.
0: So that's where my...
1: See, so, so cancel culture is a hard thing. It is, you know? and that's
0: where my I, – I was teasing with it being an obsession mm-hmm. because it makes me crazy. Yeah. Cancel culture makes me crazy um, because a lot of people, they have – almost everybody has an online persona mm-hmm. and then their real-life persona. Mm-hmm. And if I go back to the beginning of when we started our podcast and the way – my good friend now Jeffrey Lord
1: mm-hmm.
0: talked to us and kind of, you know, held us back with a stick.
1: Right. Yeah. He told me w- I wouldn't like you way back then <laughs> yeah. was like,
0: you know, you guys are crazy insane. Mm-hmm. versus now when he got to know us and is like, okay, you guys,
1: you guys are aren't crazy as crazy as you are, <laughs> <laughs> but not like that, but not yeah. like it was, it wasn't offensive anymore, but we've talked b- before too about like, how long are you supposed to be held accountable for something you did twenty years ago? You, you know you shouldn't.
0: So like one of the things um last Sunday there was a documentary uh-huh. about uh punk rock the rise of punk rock in Dallas. Mm-hmm. you were at this screening. I was. Um and one of the things that I think I even talked to you about it afterwards was the word faggot. Oh yeah. And how much it was used in punk music
1: in the eighties and early nineties, eighties, early nineties,
0: mm-hmm. how much that word was used. And, you know, over time, that is all. Mm-hmm. Most people have had that disappeared from their vocabulary. Right. Most decent people. You yes. Know. Yeah. Um, it but t- it was just, took
1: Stubbs quite a while.
0: Yeah. <laughs> watching that documentary though brought that back and i was just like
1: holy crap yeah because you haven't said that word in so long i haven't
0: said it in so long or thought about it Mm -hmm. thought about it yeah and then there was a band here Mm -hmm. the kansas city faggots Mm -hmm. and it was like so all the members of that band now that we're in cancel culture uh 2020
1: Right. Would they be canceled because if, of that back in the day?
0: And I'm talking hardcore canceled. I'm talking yeah. I'm not talking about
1: Like not even remembered. Like, they were removed like, from I'm not the ta- lexicon. You're,
0: you're gonna be off my friends list on Facebook. Right. Yeah, okay. I don't you know what? If you leave my friends list on Facebook, that's what you're doing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't rank anybody by that. The thing is like though, say this documentary got out and Got real widespread in like mm-hmm. um, That one of those guys coworkers Or their bosses Yeah And they say they're You know 20 years ago they were in a punk band But now they're You know On up the chain for a huge You know Fortune mm-hmm. 500 company Would the CEO of that company go Alright Well I didn't know you were in a band called The Kansas City Faggots Yeah So you've got to get out of here
1: Yeah Yeah And
0: you can no longer be part of this company. Like, that's the cancel culture that makes me crazy. Yeah. Because in the punk rock realm, in the 80s and 90s, -hmm. that word, it was used in a way to um, be rebellious about something. Mm -hmm. Just like most punk music is. It's like, okay, you look at me this way, well, this is, I'm going to label myself as Right. This, this type of person. Yeah. And it's my way of being punk rock and against you. Yeah. Today, you, you do that and everybody's like... Mm,
1: yeah. Okay, no. Yeah, you know, that's insensitive. Insensitive. And, yeah.
0: You know, you use that word, you're canceled. You know, people will mm-hmm. scream at you, yell at you, whatever. It's just... I, I don't... You can't hold people against... Things against people that are 20, 30, 40 years old.
1: Yeah, especially when... They have acknowledged what they did, have changed their behavior. They no longer, like you, you no longer use that word at all ever. It doesn't enter in your mind. And you were shocked when you heard it. So, you know, should somebody hold you accountable for calling somebody a, 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 F word with a hard T? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. even 10 years ago, that was part of your everyday language.
0: Yeah. And, you know. When we started our show out seven mm-hmm. years ago, gay was a big thing. Yeah. That's gay. Mm-hmm. Stop being gay. hmm Or, you know, why yeah. are you being gay like that?
1: Yeah. I remember calling you out on that and saying, well, what do you mean when you say gay?
0: <laughs> and it was just playground. Stop yeah. being stupid. Yeah. You know, stop being mm-hmm. ridiculous. And that worked its way out. But back then, yeah. seven years ago, yeah. it was A-OK to, to throw that around.
1: It was A-OK for you. Well... <laughs> I'm just teasing. In
0: society. I mean, you heard it a lot. You heard it like oh, yeah. on TV shows mm-hmm. and stuff. You're yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. But now it wasn't taken as
1: but homosexual. Now, but, right. now but now you, you can it, see. it
0: seems like it's a yeah.
1: attack. Yeah. Or even even back then, somebody who was gay and you were saying it in a derogatory manner, they may not have had the ability to be like, hey, that's hurtful to me. You know?
0: Nothing's funnier than back then, playing around with someone and go, "Why are you being gay?" and they go, "Well, I really am gay." Not playing around. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Yeah, you are. You are. Yeah. You want to be my boyfriend? You want to meet my girlfriend? You're like, "Holy shit! Really? Cool." (laughs) Like Like just joking around with someone, and he accidentally. Yeah. Or they, or they. That's how they like. Yeah. Because a lot of gay people are back.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, some, even now,
0: they're uncomfortable coming just straight out. Yeah. But it, that was a cool way of yeah. <laughs> someone just being like, no, I am gay, dude. It's dude, And yeah. they come out. It was funny.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh. So, but yeah, the whole cancel culture I find to be very interesting because, you know, if I find out, especially like businesses and stuff that don't com- not conform, that don't hold the same things, you know, like Hobby Lobby. <laughs> I don't typically shop at Hobby Lobby or Chick Fil A. God damn, that chicken's delicious. <laughs> mm. And I know, but
0: it's Sunday too, and I can't I, get. Yeah,
1: A. I don't. <laughs> I don't go to Walmart because of just their corporate culture, and not Walmart necessarily, but Chick Fil A and Hobby Lobby and stuff. You know, denying women access to birth control and that kind of stuff—they they shouldn't be allowed well, to do that. I will kill you
0: (laughs) I'm applying to the I'm trying to uh, Make your fan base laugh Anyway
1: (laughs) All right I I guess that's enough about that I just wanted to bring it up Because it was
0: No And I think that's something That a lot of people Don't think about now They're too busy to jump On a bandwagon Like Mm -hmm. If someone's dead Leave them dead Mm -hmm. Why are we bringing up All this stuff about John Wayne And the way he was Yeah that was known back then. It mm-hmm. was known, you know, the way he treated women or things he said about women,
1: Uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm.
0: back then. What about, uh, um, what's his name? It just died. Uh, Sean know. Connery. Uh, huh. you know, he said that he would slap a woman. Oh yeah. If she got hysterical.
1: The patriarchy. Speaking of which, yes,
0: is hysterical.
1: We can't use that word anymore. Um, um, no, well...
0: I heard it offends women.
1: I, I totally get what you're saying, like with the hysterectomy and the hysterical and that kind of thing. I could see how that could be Like offensive. stop being
0: hysterical. Yeah. Why are you being hysterical?
1: Well, if you were to say that to me, stop being hysterical, I would probably smack you because that's super, you know, you're talking down to me.
0: Or what about... The fans at such and such concert were being hysterical.
1: See, now that's different. Like, or the album Hysteria? Yeah. Yeah. No, because that means like effusive and, you know, like losing their minds over something.
0: Way to bring Def Leppard up.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I see what you're doing there. (laughs) You know, I've got you on the show. I need to bring up some metal sometimes. That's not metal. (laughs) Whatever, hair metal. I don't know what it is.
0: That's pop British metal. Pop, pop metal.
1: (laughs) That was out last night and my friend, he's like, I just hate, like, he's like, I'm not a fan of pop music. And we were at a pop music, um, little show. show yeah. And I was like, what about pop punk? <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> it just me. I was like, everybody loves pop punk, right? No, mm-hmm. not that dude. So,
0: so stop canceling people for stuff they did. Let's say what 5 to 8 years ago back
1: mm-hmm. further on yeah well and i think i i really believe people need to be held accountable for the things that they do i don't know that completely canceling them and off of the face of the earth is what the about way teaching to do them it. a lesson
0: <laughs> no that's what i mean like yeah. teaching them a lesson talking to them being like hey oh yeah do you know what you're doing here do you know what you're saying yeah as long as they have the mental capacity to do it. Yeah. Um, since we've had this conversation, I've put two and two together and know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That person's friend that came to their defense. Mm -hmm. Are they all there?
1: No. So then you,
0: (laughs) that's a weird argument. You just like, but the
1: thing, the thing that I really appreciated about what their friend said was, yes, hold them accountable, but still be compassionate. You know, still, just and and keep in mind that he is mentally ill. So being horribly mean to him is not going to help him in any way to become a better person. So, i I thought it was I thought it was a, an interesting thing to remember when all of these people were you know with their blow torches and pitchforks or whatever those things are called not blow torches what are those
0: They're just torches. <laughs> Just torches, not a blowtorch, just a torch. Okay. And a pitchfork. (laughs) Wow.
1: So, anyway, we can Uh, talk about some other obsessions if you'd like.
0: We don't want to talk about other cancel culture that's happened in the South Side.
1: No. We We don't want
0: to draw people out that might work at certain bars and restaurants. No. Let's just,
1: let's, we can talk about fun obsessions.
0: So, what's your fun one, been?
1: Um So, okay, I'm I'm loving my little house. We've already talked about it a little bit. I've got a fireplace going on my TV because I don't have a fireplace. <laughs> Here's the best part: I turned on this specific fireplace because it's got like crackling logs and stuff. And we've got headphones on, so we can't hear the logs crackling.
0: <laughs> Crank it up. We'll get some crackling picked up on these microphones.
1: <laughs> That'd be so funny. Every once in a while, there's like a loud one, and you can hear it. But
0: How many hours have you devoted to this user's uh, YouTube channel?
1: Which user's YouTube channel? Whoever you put this up? Oh, golly. Um, probably about 24 by now oh
0: so you you've helped his ad and i have he's mm-hmm. getting paid
1: yeah yeah because i turn this on often because it's very soothing to me have you <laughs>
0: what have i just thought of something um have you uh do you fall under the um what's it placebo effect of once the fire's on you're warmer
1: yes and your room uh, is warmer Yeah, for sure yeah Okay. Yeah, and then um, my uh, Christmas obsession has blown over to my candles. So I got three candles from Bath and Body Works.
0: This candle smells amazing. It's
1: um, sugar cookie or something along those lines. It's like vanilla. It's the best.
0: I want to pour it all over me (laughs) before I leave and just smell like whatever. Just smell
1: like warm vanilla sugar the whole time. Yes. Um,
0: I'm a junkie for vanilla (laughs) candles.
1: I also got one that's called sweater, we- sweater? sweater Weather. Like the song? Like the song. One of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's, and it smells so freaking good. I can't wait to burn it. Um, and then another Christmassy smell like cinnamon or something, which I love. And then I got those little scent thingies for my fake tree to make it smell like an evergreen.
0: So that's why it smells like a forest in here.
1: hmm That's right. Exactly why it smells like a forest in here. So, what kind of obsessions do you have going on?
0: Um, I've been obsessing about uh, my vehicle. it oh, Sounds yeah. very douchebaggery. <laughs> <laughs> like like oh he's a dude. That's what he's into. But no, that's not what. I'm not like hot rotting it or super. No. It, it's a.
1: It's a Forerunner.
0: Twenty four a uh, twenty. Toyota. Forerunner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TRD,
1: Uh, and I'm just
0: adding things to it. What's
1: TRD mean?
0: Toyota Racing Division.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know that.
0: So um, it's all from the factory. It's already pretty Pretty much good to go. Mm -hmm. But I've been putting uh, modular storage in it, and Mm -hmm. it didn't come with the roof rack because I wanted an aftermarket one. And the one I'm getting is set up to where you can lay on top of it or (laughs) set up a tripod and... Shoot photos off of it or do whatever or you want.
1: Put a tent up there? Or put a tent
0: up there. That would roof be cool. Top
1: a rooftop yes. tent. Top tent would be awesome. And then some.
0: And I've been looking at those.
1: So um, I know you got a halogen light bar <laughs> that lights up the night.
0: Yeah. So I don't hit defenseless deer or wild boar out in East Texas. Or
1: raccoons.
0: Or raccoons. Or.
1: Do you have a winch yet?
0: Uh, no, I need to get one, but see the bumper was a pain in the ass to put on Uh huh. and it's cold steel. So you kind of have to stone,
1: cold steel,
0: stone, cold Steve Austin <laughs> steel, actually. Okay. If you look at it long enough, it'll pour a a beer on you. <laughs> like stone cold Steve Austin would, but, uh, I needed it to flex a bit and align to the body. So you drive it around a little bit and let it all set up. Uh huh. Correctly, So that way when I pull it off to put the winch on and put it back on, it's not a giant pain in the ass and need nine people to mount it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Same thing with the shelf and the mole in the back. Mm -hmm. It wasn't perfect when I put all the screws in, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to drive it around. And once everything settles and flexes, then I can tighten all the screws up. So
1: what does, what's a mole?
0: So there are these panels that go over the very back windows. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're gridded, so you can attach like um, mole kits. And mole kits technically are what they use in the military to attach to their vest and their bags. okay. Like if you get a a plate carrier for Mm -hmm. the front Mm -hmm. that's your bulletproof vest, Mm -hmm. it'll have all this mole area where you can attach whatever bag you want.
1: Gotcha So you
0: can customize it however you want mm-hmm. You know You can put ammo down here You can put a radio over here You can put water here Whatever So
1: that's why the panel's called a mole panel Because called, you can put whatever you want on there
0: You can order all those bags mm-hmm. Like I ordered a first aid bag That's mm-hmm. back there now mm-hmm. And it The mole weaves in between the
1: Holes in the steel
0: The holes in the steel mm-hmm. Much like the Because it's
1: powdered steel right yeah That's cool It's powder coated Power. So
0: you take All yeah. this mole bags Have mm-hmm. straps on the back mm-hmm. And you just weave them through there So they're solid up against it And won't move Or cool. come apart
1: That's pretty cool
0: So that's why it's called that Neat Neat <laughs> It's pretty neat
1: No it is It actually is pretty neat uh, I really like it
0: And I've been obsessing on music
1: What kind of music?
0: Well I'm trying to finish a record mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks to COVID It's been taking forever yeah. And I started making a record. Thanks to COVID, I started making a record. So that's plus. Uh huh. And then I'm kind of stuck between something. I have another little project. Project I'm kind of brewing. Really? Yeah. And then there's this hip hop project that's also <laughs> <laughs> being brewed where I'm supposed to make things.
1: Yeah. Anytime Juma comes on. He wants you to do stuff for him?
0: No, no this is Matt.
1: Ooh. Oh, it's Matt. Matt
0: wants to rap over beats I make. So Shush. I just got to sit down and make some beats. But <laughs> I've been obsessing over little micro synths.
1: I need to know what Matt's rap battle name is.
0: It's Matt the Cat, yo.
1: Matt the Cat? No.
0: <laughs> he has a rap name. What is it? I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about oh, it okay. without him. but. It was nominated for the Fort Worth Weekly a few years ago. Shut up! In the hip hop category, somehow it got in there.
1: That somehow, gee, I wonder how.
0: I didn't put it in there.
1: Are you sure? And
0: I was shocked.
1: I wonder when it got in
0: there. I don't. Matt had to have told. Well, it takes what two, three people. It
1: does take two or three people
0: to recommend someone. So he had to. He didn't recommend it to me (laughs) because I didn't put it in there. Because I have all my ballots, my (laughs) nomination ballots. So I don't know how it got in there, Oh but man. yeah, he was, he was dominated for an award under his rep. Shush.
1: I'm, I'm as soon as this is over or we take a break, I need to know what it is, but I've been obsessing. Um, last weekend I had a birthday brunch for Katie. It was her birthday last oh, weekend. Happy birthday, Katie. Yes. My little Lou, who is 25 years old, the baby,
0: 25 years was the last time. Something shot out of your vagina <laughs> 25 years ago. hmm. <laughs> Just shot across the room.
1: She was my quickest labor. The, she was so fast uh, being born. She shot, across room. she shot across the room. No, but the epidural didn't go into effect until after I had her. <laughs> oh, that's so how, you, you that's got
0: how, high for free? Yeah,
1: that's how quickly I had her once I got to the hospital. So, but. Um, you
0: weren't out hiking with her right
1: it was brian i was out hiking with okay yeah and then Um,
0: something wild happened with ivy too
1: i was driving on a dirt mountain road (laughs) my water broke (laughs) because i was like clenching so hard you know like trying to hold myself still on this like bouncy road
0: it was too much
1: too much she she just like it's all, all right like three weeks early okay i'm ready so but um anyway after the brunch my sweet daughter-in-law and son, they were like, "Hey, we we just got your birthday presents. I think it's on the table. Can you hand it to me?" Um, no. Nope.
0: No, oh, what? This? Uh,
1: yep. So, they are these Scream Queen Whipped Sugar scrubs from Twisted Allure. Are they local? Um, no, but that's a small business out of like LA. Oh, okay. Um, and so I got this one Oh, Scream Queen is is the name of this one from Twisted Allure. and then the other one I got was Witch's Heart. And they're whipped That's sugar. That's a heart
0: you showed Yeah, on social media? Yeah. Like you you just had this heart sitting around?
1: Yeah, so when you when you open it, sorry, microphone. Um inside is there's something and on with the Witch's Heart, the heart was like actually sitting on top.
0: Can I touch this?
1: Yeah, you can touch it.
0: What is it? It's it's just, it's you just wipe whi- it on yourself? <laughs>
1: it's a sugar scrub so you you're in the shower and you you like take a handful of it out and and scrub your body with it so but the one that i've got in the shower now the witch's heart it's apples and cinnamon and cherries and you can really smell the the cherries this one i can't smell this like this one's a cinnamon one i can't really smell that it's cinnamon
0: the stuff you women use
1: yeah, but I'm obsessed. it it's so it feels so good and like feel how feel how good my skin feels. I'm
0: scared to touch you.
1: You scared to that. touch me? I know right? Isn't it soft? It's because the sugar scrubbed off all the you know, dead skin.
0: Did you rub it all over your body or just <laughs> on your arms?
1: Uh, but basically all over All over. Yeah, you don't get to rub all over, but I rub the sugar scrub all over. That's what I'm talking about
0: <laughs> Wow. I mean we're laying naked in bed.
1: <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We're, yeah. we're John and Yokoing it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Just sitting here in bed. So So yes. You you just rub that wherever you want. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah okay. it's a sugar
1: scrub. You would use it like you would use soap, but it's it's I don't awesome. use soap. You I'm don't just, use soap.
0: I'm one of those guys who just get in there and spray water on themselves and they walk out. Shut- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. (laughs) I think I sent you and Ivy a meme a few weeks ago that says, like, y'all spend thousands of dollars on all these products to make you look (laughs) pretty. And a guy just goes in there and sprays water on himself. Walks out and
1: Stupid. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I know a lot of women, though, that have stopped wearing makeup and stuff because they're like, dudes don't wear makeup. Why do I have to wear makeup? And then there's lots of Dudes girls don't wear shirts.
0: Why should women wear shirts? Well,
1: we had a no shirt rule in my house. Did I there tell you. you about that?
0: Oh, that's why we don't have shirts on. right now.
1: <laughs> so my kids were little. That was exactly, it was Katie, of course, her argument. How come Brian gets to run without run around without a shirt on? Why do I have to put one on? And Michael was like, you're absolutely right. You don't need to wear a shirt. <laughs> so She's out in the yard doing yard work next to her grandpa whips off her shirt. Cause she's hot.
0: Do you know how Well it wouldn't take place immediately But you don't, do you know how Quick Society would deflate On issues if Women just walked around topless all the time <laughs> Like guys do Like you're out at a trail and a guy's just jogging down the trail With his shirt off you know just has shorts on In the summer mm-hmm. If a woman did that too How deflating that would be And how know. just more relaxed
1: I don't know if women could do that though Because they might get a black eye
0: Okay, so jogging, we'll, we'll take that out of the picture, but you <laughs> but, know.
1: But, but something if, like if, just, if we weren't as uptight about our bodies, yeah. if we, yeah, that's the that beach, whole like if, freaking Christian culture.
0: If it was like European beaches,
1: mm-hmm.
0: how much more. Ch- there's more stuff to worry about than being clothed or not clothed.
1: Right. Let's oh, get the yeah. body
0: parts out of the way. Yeah. So we don't have to worry about that. I, saw, with the thing.
1: I saw a meme recently that said like remember this holiday season if you've got a new mom in your family and she is nursing her baby leave her alone <laughs> she's just nursing her baby
0: oh okay yeah it's like it's like why would you leave her alone ask her if she needs help or yeah
1: well you know what i mean that you don't have to be like oh you shouldn't be doing that." get some here. cream for your coffee you- <laughs> shouldn't you be in the other room doing that i got that all the time really yes oh. it was the worst what
0: I and mean, you weren't just sitting there with your boob out and a baby's lip on it, like you had a
1: a little covering a or something, little, a, little a little blankie. Yeah, but even if I didn't have a blankie, I shouldn't have been asked to leave the room.
0: Well, no kidding, but still.
1: <laughs> but still, my my family didn't do that. Other people.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, one other obsession I've been having.
0: So I keep... It's the little end on these SM fifty-seven. Uh,
1: Okay, yeah. um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Have you watched it? Have you watched episode three? No, okay. I've
0: watched one episode of this because everybody was talking about it mm-hmm. all over the place mm-hmm. all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right now, <laughs> I've never wanted
1: to kill people so bad.
0: No, I, I've never wanted a group of people to die in a horrendous way <laughs> than this group of people that are on this TV show. I don't. I don't understand this. I don't get it. Yeah, they're all. I don't
1: think they're all whores.
0: In the, not the figurative way, Uh but in the...
1: In the figurative way, not the literal way.
0: Yeah, something, (laughs) whichever. The literal way. Yeah, whatever. You know what I was saying. Uh, Yes. They're not really whores. They're not standing on the corner or Mm -hmm. offering themselves up. But Mm -hmm. I don't understand how you could like any of these people or how they show... these shows exist because they're a train wreck, right?
1: I think they do exist because they're a train wreck. Yes. That's it. I think you're right.
0: No one cheers for these people, right? No one wants to be their friend and no one wants to hang out with them. Um,
1: you know, I don't know because the Real Housewives of Dallas, there are people I would like to be friends with on that show. Brandy is one of them. and I, I can't talk. <laughs> and then Cameron. I I love Cameron. And she's like six feet tall and her husband's like five foot seven.
0: Not allowed to comment on any of
1: this. (laughs) I just, I love her. She's so great.
0: I have a, I have an NDA where I cannot talk about the.
1: Real Housewives of Dallas. I cannot. That's all right. So, but I, I have been, Ivy pointed out to me just how terrible Mary's hair, her wigs are on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And Mary is the one who has the church. She's like an evangelical preacher or whatever. She Mm. inherited the church from her grandma. Yes, okay. And she's mega rich because she runs a church, and of course, as we all know, lots of tithes and offerings go straight to the people who run the church rather than to the church itself.
0: These people are barely scraping by week to week, and Mm -hmm. they decide to give their... Tithe an offering to this lady because they think it's going to God. And instead it goes to fake hair to put on top of her head.
1: Yeah. Or vintage Dolce and Gabbana and stuff. And her fashion choices are are terrible. (laughs) But these wigs, I mean, she's mega rich. You would think that she would have hair that would go along with that.
0: You would think that the people in her church would just scalp themselves and so she could wear it on her head. Uh,
1: you would think. But like she, on this last episode she did this luncheon for everybody and she she probably spent $1000 per person on like goodie bags. Like everybody got Louis Vuitton earbuds. They all got these monogrammed Journals, it was like this whole thing, and she's running around in her Gucci clothing and this wig that's just flying around her head because it's so poorly made. And I just, I'm that's all I focus on.
0: Why is this lady on this show? Does
1: she not because she married her grandpa?
0: But hold on, (laughs) let's get to that here in a second. But she runs this church. Uh-huh. Is she not afraid the way things are shown?
1: That the congregation is going to come show, after con- her? Yeah, the
0: congregation is going to kill her.
1: <laughs> With blowtorches uh, and pitchforks? They're yes, going to burn the church gonna, down.
0: Or her hair? <laughs> yeah. The lighter hair on fire? Her yeah. plastic synthetic hair? Yeah, yeah.
1: How... That would be...
0: If I saw someone that was supposed to be the leader of my church, I would lose my shit. That's kind of the thing that... Pisses me off about...
1: Kenneth Copeland.
0: Kenneth Copeland.
1: Yep. I knew you were going to say that. So... Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't get it at all. Not one bit. Why would you be on this show? I don't know. I understand why Jen Shaw's on the show because she's such an egomaniac.
0: And this is Bravo, right?
1: Yeah, this is Bravo.
0: And once they suck all the blood and all the usage they can out of you. It's not like they're going to be your buddy forever.
1: Oh, no. just throw you, you away. You get d- demoted to, to friend one. of, or you're off the show altogether.
0: Well, yeah. Once this show ends, mm-hmm. then what?
1: They just go back to their society ways. And I'm wondering, <sighs> I, I know they do a lot of things for the show, but I'm wondering, like, outside of the show, well, I know, like, Previous iterations of the Real Housewives franchises, especially like OC and New York and stuff. Those were the two originals um, in New Jersey. like Those people, they were all friends originally. They all ran in the same social circle. They all did these things together to begin with and then got pitched this idea of, hey, Let's
0: do a TV show. Yeah. Follow
1: we'll us follow around. around.
0: Okay. So every other Real Housewives mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. I understand there are a bunch of rich bitches that hang out together mm-hmm. and you want to see their, yeah how they interact mm-hmm. with society mm-hmm. except for New Jersey made me uncomfortable because they all had mob ties. They did, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. The thing that pisses me off, I think the most about Salt Lake Salt Lake is the religious ties.
1: Oh man. It's, it's all the time. I not yeah. in any other franchise. Do they talk about religion? Like, people may be Jewish. They may be, you know, like uh, the one on Beverly Hills. um, Shoot. She was married to Dr. Terry, whatever his name was. Shoot. What is her name?
0: All I know from that one is Denise Richards.
1: Oh, okay. Well, um, so she – anyway, she was Jewish and they would talk about it every once in a while. But it wasn't like this with Mormonism being brought up. Like – Every Once every ten minutes, one of them, and mm-hmm.
0: every cutscene shows a different temple, temple, or mm-hmm. the big temple there in the middle mm-hmm.
1: of mm-hmm. Salt, Lake Salt Lake City, City. or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Every single cutscene, and mm-hmm. it makes me really uncomfortable. And I just wonder how, like,
1: what does the church think
0: that? Mm-hmm. What does the church think, or what do people that aren't in Salt Lake City that are more outside? that keep to a more conservative mormon lifestyle look at this and go what are these women doing they're Uh on high up the chain and they're out of control yep like i was thumbing through a mormon book earlier what is it called
1: the book of mormon the book
0: of mormon earlier (laughs) Uh that's right and I was looking for the scripture where it shows you that you can just inject your body with all sorts of plastics.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, right. But like, you you are supposed that? to be striving for perfection and whatever. But see, that's the world's definition of perfection, right?
0: Exactly.
1: You, yeah. Yeah.
0: You, you just summed up everything I was about to yeah. go into. but. The definition of perfection is what's inside of you, your mind, your body, your mind, and your soul.
1: How closely you're following the teachings of the church, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's
0: what the book means.
1: But no. Not putting,
0: you know, you don't need to put 2,000 cc's worth of plastic on your chest or your butt.
1: Yeah. But however, there's lots of religions that say, you know, the 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 better you are, the more you're blessed, right? One of them even says hashtag blessed on that one Um, where, you know, you you get more money with how righteous you are. That – (laughs) okay.
0: Okay. Plastic surgery and righteousness do not go hand in hand.
1: No, they don't.
0: Botox all over your face and righteousness are not – the same thing <laughs> no they're not they don't and that's what blows me away about this show yeah is well, the very first episode was the one lady that is not good looking looks like she could be a linebacker
1: oh stop it she <laughs> she's not i, I
0: think, can't think of her I name I think she's cute come on she runs the botox and plastic surgery joint and all her that. name's heather her yeah mm-hmm And the first thing she says is is the whole perfection line, you know. Oh, yeah. We're striving to, we're supposed to live our lives striving to be uh, perfect. So here's, you know, 50 cc of Botox into my eyebrows.
1: I'm telling you that you are like people, when you walk into a church, I don't know about any other church, but I grew up Mormon. You are judged by what you're wearing, by your. Scripture case by your like all sorts all of stuff, all material things, yeah, all material things 100%.
0: And that's not materialism, does not get you closer oh, to God,
1: it doesn't, but that's not the point of the show.
0: <laughs> well, obviously, and so here's the thing that is like all these people that uh, are Mormon, like I say, and are mm-hmm. more conservative. Mm-hmm or live on and they look at this and they go what the hell what are we doing it's going to cause rebellion and chaos
1: there's lots of stuff the church does that causes rebellion and chaos but i
0: but I, this is public for everyone to see yeah well like, the, period, the the, the stuff there. that
1: cracks me up is when they talk about all of the like, the the underlying you know like the the mormons that are sitting in the corners drinking but they go to church on sunday and pretend like they're not and then like the one who's like i'm mormon 2.0 so back in the day
0: how does that work i don't know a chip upgrade
1: i guess but um my uh (laughs) i have family members that are mormons you know back generations And so just even just a couple generations back, like grandma and grandpa would, you know, drink a little beer on Sundays and they were they would be called Jack Mormons We're Jack Mormons. And like they they would just say it so that you would you you knew if somebody said they were a Jack Mormon, that meant that they drank alcohol and coffee and they didn't follow the 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 scriptural teaching about what you should be eating and drinking and and active. Like, you know, you're supposed to be healthy and all that kind of stuff.
0: Can you be a Jack Mormon and have multiple wives? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Probably,
0: but I thought those were the most—the uh, ones with multiple wives were the ones that were the most conservative and like stuck to things hardcore. So stuck to the scripture hardcore.
1: Well, the um, the the Mormons that practice polygamy that they've broken off from like the the main church. Yeah, yeah, but
0: but I thought that was one of the reasons they broke off was. Because, because they felt they are like, super strict.
1: Yeah, they felt like the church wasn't conservative enough. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Whoops. Sorry. Yeah. Didn't mean to. No, we're all good. Almost like yeah. break everything.
0: So, okay. Yeah. So I bet you they're watching this show going, yeah, look at those sinners down there.
1: Probably. Probably. Yeah. Well, yeah, Wife know.
0: number four. Get over here. <laughs> look at these sinners.
1: <laughs> Why don't you have boobs like those guys? Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but I'm obsessed. I watch it every week. I read the blog, which is not like a Bravo TV blog. It's this blog called the Beehive, and it's just some chick who lives like in Murray, which is outside of Salt Lake City. But man, she is calling those women out on everything, and it just cracks me up. So like I-, I die laughing. You probably don't find it as funny as I do because no, I sent it to y'all. Sent
0: it in our chat with Ivy. With Ivy found it pretty funny the way she just ripped into people and the way she described them. But yeah. How do you legally marry your grandfather? Well he was
1: her step grandfather. She was he is married to her grandma like it's her grandma's second husband.
0: And his her grandma in her will said mm-hmm. I want you to marry my husband.
1: Right. Like she basically what? was was like in her will was like you're taking over all of my stuff my church my congregation my this my that and i want you to marry this man and have children with him they have they do That's his children? That's his child. Yeah.
0: The grandfather knocked up the granddaughter. Yep. And the child is his son or mm-hmm.
1: great-grandson? <laughs> it's his son. They're married to each other now. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's real weird. What? Yeah. I don't know. See, so here's my thought process. I think that her grandma, the second husband, Jude, um, was a younger man. Because he's not – he's maybe 15 to 20 years older than Mary. He's not – a whole lot older than Mary. I think she married a younger man and then she, she was like, Hey, marry this person.
0: And then he was like, okay, so he's free. Death did them part. Mm-hmm. You know, he's mm-hmm. free from this lady that ran the church. He's just like, man, I'm free. I could have anything in the world. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go after my granddaughter.
1: Well, I don't see. I don't know why they agreed to it. Like, why would you agree to She's it? She's
0: dead. Death. You're done. There's nothing. You're dead.
1: Maybe Mary wouldn't get anything if she didn't marry the grandpa. And the grandpa was like, "All right, well, I'll do it."
0: Like I guess they could legally write that in, right? Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't get control of anything until the are set. that. Mhm. Huh.
1: Yeah, and she says on the show that it took her a long time to to accept the marriage. Like they didn't just jump into bed or you know what I mean? Like they got married, but it wasn't a, it wasn't a smooth sailing from How the start. Do you but she, but she, she said like years into the marriage, she was like, "I really do love this man, and and if I were to pick someone like t- to marry, I would have picked someone like this man." Wow. Yeah,
0: it's just weird, like it's
1: nuts, man.
0: Just sitting there trying to think about it, like how many years until he's allowed to? Do you accept him into your pants? Like I- that's.
1: I don't know how long. That's it took creepy. Them. Yeah, their sons like. That's strange. Their sons in high school. He's like sixteen or seventeen years old.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know it's just weird that yep. if you, when you break it all down, like, I don't
1: know. Yeah,
0: that's your it, part. That's your part of the world. No?
1: I just, I well, it, they're not Mormons. <laughs> they're some other oh, yeah, they Pente- Pentecostal, they're Pentecostal something. Yeah, but yeah, it's easy to get sucked in and obsessed, especially if you are Mormon or were Mormon. And it's, so it's, it's really interesting. Or if you lived in the Salt Lake city, the Salt Lake Valley, if you lived in the Valley, it could be really easy to get sucked into it. Even if you weren't Mormon or whatever.
0: Okay. And so what's the story with the school that's come up in the news lately?
1: Oh, the Provo Canyon school. Yeah. So, um, Kat Von D talked about it. Paris Hilton put out a video
0: and did a protest <clears throat> outside yeah. of it where a ton of people showed up.
1: Yeah, so it was one of those schools where um, it was l- l- like a um, like a camp, you know, like like for bad kids, and it like is supposed to teach them to be good, productive citizens. But like they would go in and kidnap. The children with the parents consent, of course, like, but it's not like the parents could take the kids to the school and be like, okay, you're going here to like military school or whatever. From what I'm understanding is
0: the parents signing the kids up Uh like my kids troubled. Uh And then this school out of nowhere, just kidnaps the kids could be in the middle of the night, could be them walking down the street, could be, you know, they're at the store Yeah. and some people come in and just grab them and drag them out. And basically, yeah, that helps them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's the least helpful thing I can ever think that a parent could do. But when your parent or when you're, you know, when you think your child has just lost their minds and you're at your wits end and then the school comes along and they're like, we can, you know, whip them back into shape. Look at all these success stories of these kids that were doing drugs and listening to the devil's music. And now look at them. They're good, productive citizens. That's not what you know, that was maybe 2% of the, the school. The The rest of them were all kids that were, you know, still smoking behind the haystack.
0: So let's be serious here. Mm-hmm. Out of your three kids, which one have you wanted to send there the most?
1: None of them. I would never. <laughs> I would never, ever.
0: <laughs> sounds terrible. I mean, that's yeah. just awful.
1: Yeah. And they like, it's like, um you know, like a labor camp. They're, and it's yeah. just like abusive and... You know, just trying to, um, like, beat the good into them instead of, you know, being a good example and trying to love the good into them or whatever. It's your
0: stereotypical portrayed, you know, home for kids where Mm -hmm. they're orphanage or whatever, where they're just treated like crap.
1: Yeah, making rock walls, doing all that kind of Scientology shit.
0: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Well, who owns this? school i don't know mormons
1: no i don't think it's a i don't think it's a church run school i think it's a state ran no i don't think it's state ran either i think it's private privately run yeah
0: well then that seems to be easy to take out
1: you would think but it's been running for like 50 years it's crazy so where are we at on time an hour wow really yeah wow and we're only that's only our first little topic
0: Dang. yeah
1: next we usually talk about like what we've been up to over the past couple weeks
0: nothing <laughs> Next
1: next we talked about the documentary we went and saw last weekend that was we did really that. interesting it was it was really good I, I was super thankful that the Halton theater is able to to do some things so that you know they're they're making it which is good because right now so many places are closing and stuff and, and the Halton theater is huge. And, and there
0: were not that many people in there
1: And they don't have like theater seating They had tables that were set up You know, yeah. like normal um, But like really spaced out And not, not all the tables were full This was a cast and crew um, Showing
0: Yeah, and shout out to Marlon for letting yeah. us know Ahead of time so What all go. was going down and everything <laughs> And and setting things up cause yeah. that was, it, it was really, really cool to see In that environment, especially with the cast and crew
1: Scam likely
0: Um. Yeah. Why do you have your phone on?
1: I don't know. I know. I didn't mean to.
0: But um, it was cool watching them go nuts. Yeah. You know, the people that were in it.
1: And then they would see their friends. You know, and there was one guy on there who was a um a graffiti artist and in the punk scene in Dallas, and his name was Skeeter, and he had passed away. There were three or four. Yeah, but when he popped on, like. Somebody was like, that's my brother. Like they were so yeah. excited to see him on the screen. It was really, really cool.
0: Yeah. It was like everybody that had passed away, they really cheered for Yeah, during it. But documentary is really good. I guess they're going to try to get it into streaming services from my understanding.
1: Uh, uh, that, um, yeah. I was going to say so. they should get it into film festivals, but I don't know if those are happening. <laughs> the
0: documentary is called Everything is A-OK.
1: Yeah. Um, Which is a lyric to a song from a band that is featured prominently.
0: Yes. And, um, it's really cool. I went wondering how much of the, it was going to over show the punk scene also as it grew in Denton Mm -hmm. and Fort Worth, but the guy who created this or directed this, um, kept it just to Dallas and just to the Dallas Mm -hmm. bands and the Dallas venues. There Mm -hmm. is some mention of other bands, and other venues around the metroplex but just kept it right there yeah and And started in the late
1: 70s yeah and and worked their way into the 2000s and i was thinking because i moved here in 19 no 2005 and um i was wondering about how much i would know but so i was surprised at how many bands i knew and how many people that were in it yeah in it that i knew and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool.
0: You see friends pop up. You're like, yeah.
1: Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy <laughs> yeah. crap. Well, yeah. Look in there. Yeah. So that was really awesome because I wasn't thinking I would have that much of a connection myself yeah. to the Dallas punk music scene. But uh, hey, look at me. I do.
0: <laughs> little did you know.
1: Yeah. Little did I know.
0: Yeah. It was good.
1: Yeah. It was really good. Um, so the one of the other things is I have been um, dog sitting. For Katie. My kids are out of town this weekend. Um, That's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. So I've been dog sitting for Katie. And I'm telling you, I've had two dogs before. Like, okay, so I had Hunter. We got Gus. And so I had two dogs. But Gus, well, Gus was a little bit of a weirdo. But Hunter was older already. And so he was kind of already calm and everything. And then um, when, I, when I moved back here... Um, Katie had Teddy and Hunter and Teddy was a puppy. He was maybe three or so, but, um, it was almost like he knew that Hunter was an older dog that needed kind of quiet. So Teddy was really good. And then I had Teddy here for a while by himself. Um, and then I've adopted this dog here behind me, buddy. He is a tree Tennessee. Brindle. He is almost three.
0: His head. He's as big as both of our heads
1: put together. <laughs> and which is awesome. He's taller than Teddy. Teddy's chubbier than Buddy, um, but Buddy is gaining some weight and he's he's looking pretty good. But these two, it's like toddlers. I've had someone pee on the floor. I've had someone throw up. I've had them—they're wrestling all over the place. I'm constantly like, "No roughhousing in here!" I have to separate them like little kids. I'll be like, "Go outside and play." Buddy
0: the, needed a buddy. The
1: minute they go outside to play, they both want to come back in and play, and then they're just dragging in dirt. It's <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But it's the most fun.
0: They were. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty cute together.
1: They're adorable together. Watching
0: them work. And they, I was like, they look exactly the same. They do. This is so confusing well, Except for,
1: except Teddy looks like a pit bull. Yeah. Like he's got a pit bull face and, and Buddy's got a hound dog face.
0: Yeah. Um, Although I think, don't tell Teddy this buddy scares me a little more (laughs) the way he looks at you Uh and how big his head is yeah like i'm about to snap you in half
1: so so but uh teddy like he came back into the house like he never left it like this is his chair right here he comes and sits on his chair like like and i see buddy looking at him like oh my gosh i can get on that i've tried to get him on this chair a million times Buddy wouldn't play with any toys, but Teddy's playing with them, so Buddy's playing with them. This little rope toy right here. Yeah. Buddy ate enough of that last night that he threw it up all over my carpet. At some point in the night, I woke up and I was like, "What is this sound?" Like Buddy was like licking at something on the carpet. I was like, "You go lay back down." And then I was all, "Oh my gosh, what is that?" It was he threw up, up a rope. I threw up rope. This, I was like, "Dude."
0: When does Teddy uh, leave?
1: Uh, tomorrow night.
0: So it'll be interesting the rest of the week
1: to see how Buddy does without a buddy.
0: Yeah. Well, no, all the habits he. Yeah. Picked up.
1: Yeah. We'll see. We'll see Daddy. what happens. Yeah. And then the first night, Teddy hops up on the bed like he always does, and Buddy's like, "What are you doing?" And and he went and laid on his little pallet like he always does. Like I'm all, you can come up here too. Nope. But he's like, "What is Teddy doing over here?" So, But it has been nice to have Teddy back up on the bed. I miss having a dog on my bed. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, buddy, will get there one day.
0: Mm-hmm. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen.
1: So, yeah, maybe, maybe with uh, um, seeing all of these habits that <laughs> Teddy is showing him. Like, it, he has this little dragon toy. He's never played with this dragon toy. Now it's in the backyard completely torn apart from the two of them. They, and they play tug-of-war with the rope. And that's yeah. the cutest. Aww. Yeah, I love that. And especially because Teddy will grab the rope and he'll hop up on the chair and then Buddy's on the ground and, and they're pulling it back and forth and then Teddy hops down and then they chase each other into the kitchen and it's, it's a lot of fun. But They're
0: big ass <laughs> dogs to be big, playing chase.
1: They're huge. I, so I keep yelling no rough housing yeah. in here. And they go crashing into the walls. That, they we're lucky that this table is still standing Because they're big. They're big dogs. They're giant. Like, Teddy is, I mean, Buddy is 60 plus pounds, and I'm sure Teddy's 60 plus pounds.
0: Well, I had thought or thrown out the idea of doing this show at the temple. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't have Teddy, I thought it'd be cool just to bring Buddy over and Mm -hmm. he could, uh, put roxy in her place
1: <laughs> he might he might try to put her in her place
0: he's such a good dog though yeah very cool very calm and collective and mm-hmm. just sits there and watches yeah looks around he
1: doesn't bark but no. with teddy here he's been barking with mm-hmm. teddy and i'm like oh well now we'll see what they'll do but yeah they go they chase each other around the backyard but he's going to be like, what kind of awesome. We? Yeah, he's going to be like, what am I going to do without my buddy? Oh, no. So, yeah. The only other thing I've been doing a lot of is going to a lot of local markets for
0: um, Christmas. For
1: Christmas stuff. Christmas. Yep. Christmas. And it's been a lot of fun. There there are a lot of very creative people in the city of Fort Worth that are doing a lot of really good things. Nah. Mm-hmm. The
0: city's full of spares. <laughs> you, no talent. Spares in the city. (laughs) Man. This city shouldn't be famous.
1: Oh my goodness. Fort Worth
0: famous, my ass.
1: Yeah. So it's about time for Thanks for the Memories. Do you have any good dating stories? Have gone on any hot dates recently?
0: Well, I was going to talk about what I've been doing, but never mind. Oh, shoot.
1: Sorry, dude. Shut what me have, down. What have you been doing? Nothing. See, you said nothing when we <laughs> talked, or like at the very beginning, so I didn't think.
0: Uh, no, I'm going to climb up on my soapbox real fast. Okie dokie. I've been slowing down.
1: How have you? I've
0: been chilling out, been relaxing. Yeah. COVID numbers are up. Yeah. Things are freaking out. Yeah. My desire to go out and be amongst people has really, I don't know, waned mm-hmm. quite a bit. And it seems like we're. Thanks to how things are happening, we're back at a point where we're not sure how what's going to happen. Yeah. And I want to go see bands. I want to go see bands play. I want to mm-hmm. go support our friends. I want to go shoot our friends. Yeah. Photography-wise, not with a gun. Right. You got to make that clear. Yes. I'll be canceled. <laughs> but it's everything's really weird mm-hmm. right now, and... Um, just been kind of, you know, you kind of watch the numbers. I have, I know people that are working in the hospitals around here and stuff and Mm -hmm. they're all like "Mm."
1: basically at capacity. That's the thing that terrifies me is that we're, we've, we've got enough of a surge going on that we're basically at capacity almost everywhere and people aren't slowing down at all. And
0: What, what freaks me out is when a buddy goes, Hey, if you get hurt at work, I don't know what you're going to do about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or if you come up here because it's a traumatic emergency, uh-huh. you'll probably get COVID while you're in the emergency room. Yeah. So get ready.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I was going to say this for the music minute, but um, there was a show at trees last night, puddle of mud and some other band and they were showing pictures of it. Jam packed. I didn't see any masks. I was all,
0: People go to a Puddle of Mud show?
1: I think it was Puddle of Mud.
0: Well, Trees is only 500 people, so there's about 500 dumbasses in the Metroplex that like Puddle of Mud.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was just like really shocked. I went to, I did go to a show last night. It was um, Big Heaven, Mandy Hand's last mm-hmm. thing. of. You
0: were over there Puddle of Mud. You I, yeah, to... I was
1: at Puddle of Mud. Uh, but it was outside. Wait, L- wait, go
0: back. Uh-huh. You, I cut you off on something. Mandy Hand's last what?
1: Show of the year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so she doesn't have anything else booked for the rest of the year. It was at um, Pouring Glory over in Fort Worth, like just come across play the street porch. from Mass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, it was outside, and I mean, real socially distanced. And
0: they've been doing good. Mm-hmm. Their little uh, series they've been yeah, doing out the there patio, been really, really the good. patio
1: series, and then the other places that have been, been doing it right is Lola's Trailer Park. They've been, you know, and then Mass had something last night, um, Clint Niosi's, um album release, but they also had capacity capped at like forty-five or fifty people in a place that holds several hundred, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so that I think that yeah. was pretty good. Being inside somewhere really freaks me out. Even like going to eat, I want to eat on a patio. Or I want to just pick it up and bring it home or whatever. I don't want to be in a restaurant.
0: Especially when it's freezing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, but I'd rather be on a patio. And so like last night we took um, blankets. Uh, We had blankets. We had a heater. We had all sorts of stuff to keep us warm.
0: Is it not weird showing up at a restaurant with a big blanket? would you sit on their patio?
1: Um, no, I don't think it was. Well, and you know how Poor and Glory is. They've got that, um, the gate opens, like, for the parking lot. So we just walked in the gate. Like, we didn't go through the restaurant.
0: Oh, last night was their Toys for Todd show.
1: At with trees? Drowning Pool. Yeah. Oh, Drowning Pool, not Puddle of Mud.
0: Yeah. I, I went and looked it up because I wanted to see who it was, but yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Um, drowning Pool, In Blood, Kill for Mother, and...
1: Somebody's the whoever was there said, "Kill for Mother" was really good,
0: five billion counting, yeah but yeah but, but like I before I came over here uh, my neighbor stopped me, mm-hmm. he did a show at Trees two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and said that they were they were pretty uh they were masked Nazis uh in there oh that's good, good.
1: So, that's good yeah, yeah, I don't know what I was seeing last night. these pictures from last night, I don't know if it was, you what was probably saw on.
0: the bodies hitting the floor. <laughs>
1: There's that drowning pool. Yeah. Let the bodies hit the bo- Yeah. Let the body- I know yeah. that song. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. So before we do, thanks for the memories. Do you want to take a break?
0: Uh, is that where we talk about the dating apps uh-huh. and what, what I've uh-huh. been doing on uh-huh. them
1: and what you've been doing on them? Sure.
0: Yeah, we could take a break.
1: <laughs> and we're back. <sighs> that felt so good.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have some clothes back on.
1: <laughs> I needed a TT break. And Speaking the enough, logs
0: have changed. I'm glad I could put some more logs on the fire here. <laughs>
1: yes, thank you so much, on man. The TV. <laughs> have you ever peed in the shower?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Well, why?
1: so this morning. Um, is
0: this is your first time.
1: No. Okay. In, in in um preparation of you know this podcast, I thought I should shower because I literally could not remember the last time I showered. Who even knows when it was? I don't know.
0: What the hell is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> so, I showered and I washed my hair. I shaved my armpits for the first time in a really long Did you time. you smell like a bakery? <laughs> I don't think so. Or mustard? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. So, wow. anyway, um, <laughs> but while I was like mid, like shaving my armpits, which... Have you seen the commercials like for the razors where like the ladies got like real long armpit hair? Uh-huh. That was me. <laughs> I was like cracking up. I was like, wow, it's been a really long time since I've shaved my pits.
0: What the hell is going on around here?
1: Is that a red flag or a deal breaker? <laughs> uh, We're going to play that in just a second. But it hit me. I had to TT so bad. And luckily, my house is very small. My bathroom is very small. My toilet is right next to the shower, Why and I was you just able be in to pop out. Because what if there was like splashback? What? I'm in the shower. I know, but it's
0: all water.
1: <laughs> I just I couldn't do it. So crisis averted. Because I almost I almost never, did.
0: You don't pee in the shower? No. Look, no. I know it's not something you should do regularly, but if it does hit you, yeah. Just do it. I mean, it's just water. Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: And you're going to spray yourself off. It's not like you were going to pee in the shower and then immediately get, get out. out, were you?
1: <laughs> no. I mean, that's gross. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's gross as not knowing when you took a shower last.
1: <laughs> it was sometime in the past few days, I'm uh, sure. Well,
0: a few days is fine.
1: Yeah. I, just, I couldn't remember when it was.
0: A week and a half.
1: And And I literally couldn't remember when I washed my hair. That was the part that I could not remember at all. I'm sure in the last four days I've taken a shower. I took one on Wednesday. I know that for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway. So
0: That's neat. Red, red, for red Sunday.
1: Red flags versus deal breakers.
0: Wait, I thought we were going to talk about uh, dating apps in, the, in my profile.
1: We are. So – um How's your dating life going?
0: <laughs> Amazing. Amazing? Yeah.
1: Yeah? You, go, you go on lots going. of dates? Yeah, all the time. Uh, well, so um, I don't go on a lot of dates. And I, I don't know that I'm like, really ready to date anybody. And um, so the person who uh, we saw at that punk rock show that asked me out on a date messaged me the other day and was like...
0: <laughs> Wait, which... The documentary? No. Oh, that punk rock show. Yes. At Mass.
1: Yes. So messaged me and was like, I'm really struggling with Say your body type. Um yes. What? <laughs> he had a beard, he had a dad bod. <laughs> the look what? on your face is so perfect. Anyway, you already know the answer to that, not my body type. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway, he messaged me and was telling me like he's really struggling cuz he had some shows lined up and they all got canceled. And he was like, it really affected him.
0: Be creative. Yeah. Use this time. that's why I keep telling everybody, mm-hmm. don't let venues or the course of action that the government is taking on us to not have an outlet to play shows or whatever. Yeah. Use this time to be creative yeah and then just build it all up and when we can finally blow our load we will (laughs) (laughs) that's yeah way to look at it
1: yeah no totally and and so i was like oh man you know i totally understand that i can see how that would have been really you know upsetting i know you're really looking forward to these shows one was in new orleans one was in houston like everything's getting canceled and and i was like i you know i hope that you it goes well for you over the next you know little bit that you're able to do some stuff with your band or whatever and uh and he's all so you want to go on a date with me no i've already told you no and why does me saying oh man i really you know i get it i'm sorry relate to you then asking me on a date again
0: i'll see you two together no (laughs) (laughs) it's funny the imagery is funny.
1: <sighs>
0: what, Apparently
1: he thinks I'm God's gift to the earth. He thinks I'm so pretty.
0: Well, like half of Fort Worth does. <laughs> Thanks you're God's gift to the earth.
1: To Fort Worth at least, to right? Fort Worth, yeah. <laughs> like, what? what do
0: you do to these people?
1: Well, I am a witch. What am, do you do to I'm these also people? a Libra. It's one of those things. I just look at them and they're like mesmerized. I don't know what I do. Hmm. I have no clue what I do, really.
0: <laughs> I tried to resist <laughs> for years. I tried to resist.
1: <laughs> it spun into my web,
0: and then somehow it's like, all right, I'll give you a chance. You're kind of cool.
1: <laughs> we'll be best friends. Yeah, and now we're having soft tacos later. We are. Yeah, you know that cat bug reference. We're, yeah. we're best friends now. I know. thought we were really we're having, having soft so- tacos later. <laughs> You're all excited. You got excited. I mean, I can make soft tacos for you if you'd like. <laughs> we are best friends now.
0: But yes, I don't I have no need for dating app. Mm-hmm. You're the dater here. Yeah. So this, this whole segment of the show is...
1: It's really for Ivy c- yeah. to talk about her misadventures.
0: And I have no and stories she, like that. Yeah, and
1: she's not here. So the closest I get is like when somebody like asks me out like like that. There was one person who I thought I might hang out with. Didn't happen.
0: Hmm? <laughs> oh. Huh?
1: So okay. yeah, I don't think I meant to date anybody right now.
0: I was actually when y'all asked me to come fill in for Ivy, mm-hmm. I was trying to think up old dating stories. Mm-hmm. So that way I'd have one that was kind of cool like, you know, mm-hmm. Ivy has always these cool stories that are fun. Yeah. I don't have any.
1: Yeah. I've actually. Boring did, and lame. I've actually done really well because last time I had a major breakup in my life, I was like, I'm just going to have a year to myself. I made it about 10 months. This time I've actually made it over a year. I don't know if COVID had anything to do with that or not, but we'll see whenever I'm ready to date. How I'll do you- date.
0: How do you feel like <laughs> <laughs> you can't I can't even say it.
1: Okay, let's hear.
0: How do you feel being independent?
1: Oh my gosh, I love it. Like we were talking just yesterday, me and Anna and Mandy, when we were hanging out. Um, we went and got hot toddies. Not hot toddies, hot yeah. buttered rum.
0: I'm I, kind of fucking jealous about this.
1: Oh man. It was I might so slit
0: y'all's throats for good. this. Good.
1: Oh, it was so good. So we went to Mandy was playing at um at Pouring Glory, which is a beer emporium Mm -hmm. but they had some they have some cocktails but we found out like the like the whiskey sour or whatever the whiskey is like an infused something or other that's why it
0: tastes a little weird
1: yeah and it's not whiskey no i want
0: whiskey right i'm a man
1: right i gotta have
0: hair put on my (laughs) chest and i want some whiskey i
1: like whiskey too i don't hope it puts hair on my chest but i do really love it um
0: no women need hair on their chest. No, so Weird. we
1: we asked the guy. We we're like, "Do you have any hot drinks?" And he was like, "No." And I was and I was like, "Oh, dude, they've got a hot buttered rum at Tarantula. Let's yeah. go there afterwards."
0: Yeah, I've seen some of their stuff and
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. all the the mugs were all different. None none of the mugs matched, and it was just it was so delicious. I could have had a lot of those. Who made them? Um, I don't know. The bartenders last night. It was um, shoot. It wasn't like Steve or Wayne or anybody. It was oh. but it was people we know. Cody, I think was there. Cody Soap. Okay. And some other people. But yeah, it wasn't the it's not it's not like when I walk into the owl and I know everybody. I walk into this one and I kind of don't know everybody.
0: But that's what's nice.
1: Yeah, it is nice.
0: But then you realize, well, half of y'all used to work at the owl, so Some
1: of some <laughs> but like last night it wasn't anybody. Yeah. yeah. But anyways, we were talking about how, like, we love being, like, independent. Like, we don't even know if we could live with other people at this point. Mandy can. Of course, she's been married for 20-something years. But me and Anna, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. A roommate? A roommate I could not do. Possibly a partner I could. It would be different, though. So
0: if you had a partner, would they still have a separate room that you would send them off to? Like,
1: I'm just not
0: really feeling this whole partnership thing tonight.
1: <laughs> no. So you go no, to the back
0: room back there.
1: No, because I I love sleeping with another person. Like Ivy doesn't like to sleep with another person. So I bet if she had a partner that there would be times where she'd be like, I just want to sleep by myself tonight. Yeah. But not me. Like I want to be all wrapped up around that person and that's when I sleep the best.
0: <laughs> Big spoon or little spoon?
1: Either. I'm good with both.
0: You like them both. Mhm.
1: I like them both. I might prefer being the big spoon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you want to be dominant and in control. I do
1: want to be dominant and in control. Because that is true. Because that's the
0: only place you can be. Well, cuz you're small and little.
1: <laughs> I am small and little. However, um I do I I'm for the last over a decade, I've I'm I have to be the one who's always in control. Mm-hmm. And even so my ex-husband was very um Well, we got married when we were both still in the church and it's a very patriarchal church. And He was very much the, the leader of the relationship. Right. So, but when we split up and I was like, you know, single mom, and then I started dating somebody, I dated someone who was very passive compared to Michael's dominance. And then when we broke up, I, I found somebody else that was very passive and I was, I, and I'm realizing that's not what I want at all. I do want someone who's far more assertive and more, I don't want to have to be the person who's always making all of the decisions all of the time.
0: Question. Yes. Two. Your ex-husband's uh-huh. dominance, was it church related or was he just like an alpha male? Like he liked being?
1: Very much an alpha male, okay. oldest child, which I always find him attracted said he's to. Very
0: athletic and everything, yeah. so that kind of flows super athletic,
1: way. super tall, and and one of the like psychological things that I've learned is that people who who are taller, like you're you're at least a half a foot taller than me, I physically look up to you. And so emotionally, I kind of look up to you too. Mm. But that's like a total like Michael always gets promoted and stuff because people
0: look up to him. Yeah, as a leader. Yeah. Type. Or, oh, yeah.
1: Huh. So it's a really interesting thing. So, that but is I, I do find even in my um, friendships, my girlfriend circle, almost all of my very close girlfriends are either oldest children or only children. It's <sighs> it's very rare. I'm 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 really click with another youngest because I was youngest was he for than you? twelve. Um, I'm five foot three, and he's six foot seven. Whoa. Yeah, it's a big difference. It's
0: five and a half, or a foot
1: and a half. Yeah, he he used to always be like, oh, man, I just and and he would always say six foot six. He's like six six and like fifteen sixteenths, but so, he didn't want to say five, six seven. And like he was like, I'm always I'm so tired of telling people how tall I am. I was like, start telling him you're five foot eighteen.
0: So you like basically kissed his belly button. Standing next Basically, I was, yeah. like,
1: shorter than his, like, nipples and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: You're, like, mid...
1: Yeah, torso. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, that's the one thing that I do know that I want. And, like, the people that I see that I'm attracted to, like, male, not friendship-wise, like, like dude-wise. Um, yeah. They're all... It seems like they're lots far more assertive and stronger than... The past two people
0: that I've dated.
1: They, so, yeah. And much more traditionally good looking.
0: Well, the last people you've dated have been a lot younger.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that one too. I'm like, so this person who keeps asking me out on a date is, is over a decade younger than me. Yeah. And I'm just like, absolutely not. And he's like, what? it just doesn't matter. It really does. It, it Plus, really does.
0: You've seen him. And so is everybody else <laughs> in his tighty-whities.
1: His tidy whities that were falling off his, his non-existent tush.
0: I know it's hanging down there. <laughs> we, we pretty much saw it. I may I, have photos of it. Yeah. We know what's happening. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Buy me a beer. That's what he had written on the back of those tidy whities Yeah. But, yeah. Size matter? S- does size matter? I would say s- size matters and, you know, have to be compatible. You have to click.
0: So size matters for the...
1: You're talking about like Girthy mm-hmm. McGirtherson?
0: Yeah, I'm asking the questions here. Oh, I yeah. mean, this is a yeah. dating part, so. Of
1: course, size matters.
0: But for the, the object it's going into, <laughs> <laughs> it all needs to sync up right.
1: Yes, of course. Because
0: I have heard about people that are like... 24 inches long or some shit. Not oh, really. good grief.
1: But I you see can't, what be you're right, right. can't be intimate, Wendell. Right. Because they can't get close to you yeah.
0: while y'all are yeah. having sex.
1: Yeah, that would be painful. But, but it, then
0: the same thing with a nubbin <laughs> doesn't work either.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, no. No, a nubbin wouldn't work either. You do have to be compatible.
0: You have to be compatible. Yeah. It has to work.
1: It has to work. Yeah. Hopefully, I find that. In my next partner. Someone I'm compatible with. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You've started whispering. This is weird. So do you want to do red flags versus deal breakers? Mm, I guess. Um so This means
0: we're at the end of the show and I'm sad.
1: Oh, but we're like already two hours in. No, we're an hour and a half. Hour and a half. So so
0: how long do y'all normally go?
1: About two hours. Yeah, so we're we're doing good. Yeah. We're doing real good. And
0: I probably I mean, every time I listen to you guys Mm -hmm. and y'all do red flags versus deal breakers, I'm like, wait a second.
1: Wait, hold on. You've got opinions. Yeah. Yeah. I think y'all are looking at
0: this the wrong way.
1: Yeah. So,
0: because it's two females, I think the male perspective on stuff like this is completely different.
1: uh, I agree. I agree. But like some of these. Armpit hair out. (laughs) Really? Armpit hair out. See, I I definitely...
0: I don't need a goddamn garden growing out from underneath your arm.
1: I believe that your body hair is put there for a reason. And and you should basically keep it. You don't agree with that?
0: It depends on where we're talking. Everywhere. If you want my tongue to go somewhere...
1: (laughs) Jesus Christ. In my armpit?
0: Not your armpit, but in an armpit.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It needs to be shaved. It's a lot
0: better... Running my tongue over something smooth Than it is through something that's hairy
1: I don't know So like How do you feel <laughs> about Like women who don't shave their legs Out Out Really Come so, on Well last... no,
0: I'm not saying you have to shave your legs every day R- Right I mean let's be serious mm-hmm. Let's You can grow it out And especially if it's winter Whatever You can let it go for a couple weeks Whatever uh-huh. I get that Mm-hmm. But Honestly, it's not going to really bother me if I'm laying next to you and feel mm-hmm. leg hair. A, a leg hair because a lot of times leg hair is different from armpit hair. Well, from like other hair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. It's soft. Mm-hmm. Once it gets out there a little bit, so mm-hmm. not too worried about it. Hmm. The pricklies are what are bad. Like you're laying next to someone, and you start. Like rubbing your leg up against something, you just feel like sandpaper. like, okay,
1: <laughs> that's only for a couple of days.
0: I'll, I'll pull back for a couple of days uh-huh. if you're trying to grow it out for some reason, for a contest <laughs> or some shit.
1: So my last boyfriend, he didn't. He he was like, you do you, whatever you want. You uh, pit hair, leg hair, whatever. You're good.
0: Pit hair does something to me. Interesting. It there is.
1: I know very few women who grow out their armpit hair But I was just
0: I've told this story on our show Mm -hmm. I was in Rome uh, Down the street from the Vatican Mm -hmm. That little whatever that walkway is That leads into the Vatican That street that's closed off Mm -hmm. Um, It was sunset And I was going to grab a bus To get transferred to um, Whatever that fountain is The big famous fountain Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it The names are slipping me But I was going to go over there to meet some friends and I'm standing there and well, I'm walking on the street and this woman walks up next to me Mm -hmm. walking beside me. Swear to God, besides Rihanna, the hottest girl I've ever seen in my life.
1: Besides Rihanna? Okay. (laughs) Well, I ran
0: into Rihanna physically and was like She's gorgeous. She's a witch. She did something with her eyes and I was like, I'll do anything you need me to do right now. As we stood face to face for like an awkward four seconds before I finally went, I'm
1: sorry. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? hmm
0: So this girl was knockout supermodel hot. Okay. Gorgeous. Okay. And we walk up to uh, the, the edge of the street. We're waiting for the uh, light to change so we go over to where the little bus terminal is. Uh-huh. And she's standing there, and I'm I'm just kind of side eyeing her a little bit. Like
1: mm-hmm. she's gorgeous. You were going to ask for her to be your free pass.
0: Uh, maybe
1: okay. until
0: she lifted her arm, and there was a goddamn bush under her arm.
1: Women in Italy don't shave their arms. I know. Yeah. Now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She would have given anybody a run for their money. Mm. Like totally.
1: Yeah, Michael said that was real weird too. It took and, him a while to get used to that. It
0: bothers me. There's that's the one thing that kind of makes me crazy.
1: Interesting. Okay, yeah. that wasn't on our red flags versus deal breakers list. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. It was that was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real good. I'm gonna take another drink.
0: Okay. Is it? Is this what it is? Where take shots.
1: hmm Shot. 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 You shot. made us
0: whiskey and coke during the break.
1: I sure did. It's it so is delicious.
0: So good. I've had whiskey in a few days. Okay. What kind of whiskey is this?
1: It is Woodford Reserve. Oh,
0: my God. That's why it tastes so good. Yeah. No, mm. it's delicious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I did mostly whiskey. Little Coke.
0: Yeah, that's why it tastes good. Yeah. Woodford's good.
1: I might want another one. Okay. Um. Okay. So these are definitely red flags versus deal breakers, like geared towards women. The, Not
0: like, ones I've sent in?
1: No, the ones that you've sent in are are geared towards women like this. Oh, okay. Like this one is one I think that you sent it. Really? Yeah. I
0: thought you went through all those already. Mm-mm,
1: a bunch of these are ones that you, you gave me.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I just went down to the bottom of the list. Oh, that's
0: where my bottom. Mine <laughs> all go to the bottom. <laughs> here's
1: go to the bottom. Um, so I'm going to skip some of these. Uh, But. Find something good. I am finding some good stuff.
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously, the ones that I've sent you. Or probably stuff you and I have talked about.
1: It, yeah, a lot of it is. Yeah. So, um, okay. <clears throat> is aware of love languages and your love languages are polar opposites? Is that a red flag or a deal breaker?
0: So this is something I wasn't aware of until. Recently. Recently. Mm-hmm. The whole love language thing. Um, it's kind of really fucked with me.
1: Oh. Should, we like, a bad should, one. should we skip this question? We can skip this question. Okay. Well, well. How about um, where's plaid? No. Where's plaid? Not a deal breaker for you. you? Seen the
0: Twin Peaks outfits they wear. Oh, oh my Jesus!
1: God. Oh Jesus! Plaid's hot. I have a plaid face mask that I've been wearing recently. <laughs> I love it. It's a good one. Old plaid, Navy's got some good ones.
0: Plaid bras.
1: Okay. Hot. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. No. Plaid is hot. What about a guy wearing it?
1: Um, I personally like plaid. I like flannels. I um, my the they, I only have good memories associated with, with people that wear plaid.
0: <laughs> okay, so you were banging Kurt Cobain and
1: no, but it was the nineties. It, well, it was the late eighties. Oh, okay. it was it was pre-grunge. But you know, I grew up at the beach. Yeah. There was a lot of. Plaid yeah. flannels that got warm. Really? Because they're warm. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. That is a very West Coast thing.
1: Yeah. and then I love
0: flannels. There's a flannel
1: company called Pendleton that has plaids, and they're very distinct.
0: Is it better than Dixon?
1: Um, I would say better than Dixon. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. So I was at my dad's house in October visiting,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he had... Whatever it was, I think it was a a blanket and I was like sleeping with it. It was just awesome. It's this great blanket. And I was like, man, I love this blanket. And my dad was all, oh my gosh, me and your mom got it at the Pendleton factory in Oregon or wherever it's at. And I was like, oh, no wonder I love it so much. He's like, yeah, we couldn't have gone through Pendleton without stopping at the factory.
0: (laughs) So let me look at this. Because I need some new flannels. I got a couple. Yeah, Pendleton, Pendleton USA.
1: Pendletons are rad. They're such right. cool flannels.
0: Shop men's. Oh, I like that color. Which the big one? thing is the color combo. Yeah, the color combos are a big sure. deal. Yeah, I'm not giving you my email address.
1: Yeah. So, so where's plaid is is good on both of our lists. That's
0: Good. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that.
1: Yeah. So the women yeah, I,
0: in plaid is hot. <laughs> hot.
1: So. I loved plaid growing up. I had plaid pants. Holy I had plaid shit, skirts. are expensive. Yeah. No, they are. But they're awesome.
0: Yeah. Awesomely <laughs> expensive.
1: Uh, Yeah. You um, think
0: I made them money.
1: But so, and my kids, I always dress my kids in plaid all the time. They probably will never wear plaid again because I made them wear it all the time when they were little children. But that's all right. Okay.
0: Like, that's so, hot. Look at that dude.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, I like that color combo. Yeah. Totally.
0: He looks totally good right there.
1: Yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. Um, Has extremely large collections. Tiki cups, action figures, stuffed animals, whatever. Is that a red flag or a deal breaker? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Did you just...
1: It's, it's on my list.
0: Yeah. You just brewed this up to... Send it at me. Right? <laughs> hmm.
1: So here's my well, theory. Well,
0: it's obviously not an issue with me.
1: <laughs> so those of you that don't know Destin, uh, he's got lots of collections of lots of things.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of dumb.
1: Well, you're not dumb.
0: Well, Star Wars Collection's been mine for since I was a kid.
1: Star Wars, and then you've got all the Dunnies.
0: The Dunnies is an artistic thing mm-hmm. that I started doing for money, but they are... Started collecting because they they mature m- money wise. Right. Because um, they're rare. But yeah. I've stopped on those because you can't get them anymore around right here. I have to go to Austin to get them pretty mm-hmm. much because there's nowhere really in DFW to get them unless you sell dunnies and are listening to this show. Let me know. <laughs> um, but I love kid robot stuff. But yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have a collection. It's my Santas. That's the only thing I have. Skulls? Oh, yeah. That's right. I I don't think of those as a collection because it's not like I'm looking for them. They just happen to me. Oh,
0: you actually look out to purchase Santas?
1: Uh, Lots of times. But those have all been gifted to me, much like the table they're on was gifted to me.
0: But the point of having a collection is like you you, seek stuff out.
1: Uh, See, and I don't do that.
0: I've only started, like, I stopped on my whole Lego ordeal Mm -hmm. years ago. But when COVID hit, I was like...
1: Bored out of your mind.
0: Bored, not really bored out of my mind, not knowing what to do Mm -hmm. uh, with my time. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to spend time with... First off, all my client list dried up. Mm -hmm. And then second... Wasn't gonna be able to see friends. Wasn't be able to go to shows. I wasn't gonna be able to play with the bands, mm-hmm. work with stuff. So I was like, I need something to relax me. Yeah, and building Legos relaxes me. Mm-hmm. It makes me calm down and think about things, and I can tune Step things out. out. Mm-hmm. So that collection has gotten stupid since March.
1: Yeah. I would say the, there is one thing that I, I also don't like go look for it, but I happen upon, I go to places where things are like rocks, you know, like amethyst or citrine or no, rose like quartz.
0: You, you know, you could just step outside your front door and there's rocks.
1: Yeah. But, but like ones that like heal, heal your chakras, you know, ones that feel good. Tiger's eye, those kinds of things. So I have been, I would say that's a collection and I've got rocks everywhere. They're all over my house. There's, there's rocks by my bed. There's rocks on my dresser. There's rocks right there. There's rocks in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) There's no rocks in my bed. I keep several rocks in my purse and you know, so that's something, but not.
0: When I used the restroom earlier, I looked in your, in the bottom of your Uh, Bathtub and saw Uh those those quartz rocks sticking up. I was like, "How you stand on those? (laughs) You're taking a shower. No wonder you didn't pee in here."
1: Yeah, right. It would have gotten caught in the rocks. Yeah. So, uh, but I am I'm definitely of the you know death cleaning mindset recently, where I just I don't if if I don't need it. I, I don't want my kids to have to sort through all my stuff and figure out what they want, what they don't want. Because the things that mean a whole lot to me don't necessarily mean a whole lot to them. I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm, pr- I'm actually pretty good at it.
0: I need to stop. And I've, I've, I've pulled back a whole lot. Mm-hmm. The boredom buying. Yeah. But like everything I need or want right now. Mm-hmm it's expensive as shit. Yeah, and that terrifies me.
1: Well, see, that's kind of cool though, because then you like save up for it and you get it, and 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 if it's meaningful to you and like you're you're using it or whatever, you know, like like this rack for your truck or whatever, it's something that you're gonna use. It might not be something that you know when you pass away that your family's gonna use, but it's it, it serves its purpose right now. It's not like Oops. it's it's not like it's not like my Santas. My kids might want my Santas, but they also might not. You know, they mean a whole lot to me but they might not mean that much to them.
0: No, I totally get it. Yeah.
1: yeah. Like you're like the dunnies. They may mean a whole lot to you but other people might not. It's okay, buddy. You're all right.
0: The same thing with the like the work gear I use, well the camera gear. Mm-hmm. My camera and music gear, my son has no, or he acts like he has no mm-hmm. desire for.
1: Yeah, but but you may be surprised that, you know, he might pick that he up later. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I know that everybody wants to, all my friends want to be written into my will right now. Oh, yeah? And I, so they can just take all my camera gear. Oh, wow. And all my instruments. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of creeps me out.
1: That is a little creepy.
0: Yeah. What if I put them in it? Then they try to kill me. It's weird.
1: That is weird. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. So I've kept them all out. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Um. Smokes cigarettes. Out. Out. Really.
0: I can understand, like every once in a while. Uh huh. But I have dated, gone out with people that have smoked, Mm -hmm. and I just don't like licking an ashtray chronic smokers Mm -hmm. um it's just i don't know plus i mean i could get on a high horse about how much it costs Mm -hmm. like is that a vice i mean i have my own vices right shit i spend so much money on porn do you no (laughs) you should see all the subscriptions lined up (laughs) I mean, I think everybody has their vice in one way or another, mm-hmm. but th- smoking is an expensive and deadly vice. Like, you know, can lead to all sorts of types of cancer. I mean, we're not hiding around that, right? Right. So I don't know. I come, I, if I was dating Looking around to date someone and I found out they were smoking, it's kind of like, first off, it's the whole taste and disgust and having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. I don't like my clothes smelling like smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't like my stuff smelling like smoke. Mm-hmm. I don't like smoke being anywhere near. I mean, it's bad enough going to play a bar mm-hmm. or a restaurant when you could smoke in it. Yeah. And all you, you come home and all your gear smells like smoke. Disgust to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Then number two, I start breaking it down. I'm like, how much is that carton smokes? Yeah. Times how many you buy Yeah, a week yeah a or year, a day a day yeah well a carton hopefully you're not buying oh, a carton, carton of smoke sorry sorry sorry
1: sorry sorry i was thinking pack. it's a
0: problem pack yeah but you buy that a week well how many packs you buy in a day
1: mm-hmm.
0: then you buy that many a week and
1: mm-hmm. times a year yeah
0: i mean it's it, a lot of money i did this for a guy i work with and he broke it down he's like oh yeah that's Twenty five thousand dollars a year I could be saving. I was like Jesus Christ. Imagine how many places you could go. Well, it's him and his wife. Yeah. But I was like, Imagine all the cool shit you could have seen for twenty five thousand dollars a year. Yeah. And I know how much we make and I know where that puts you. Yeah. The tax bracket and everything. I'm like, how are you surviving off twenty five thousand dollars of cigarettes? And
1: smokes. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. I'm I'm not opposed to it. It's it's not a deal breaker for me. Um, kind of a red flag because of all of the reasons that you just said, like the amount of money and, you know, like I know someone who is looking for Christmas presents for their child, but they're a smoker, like, you know, like, so they've got the money for the cigarettes, but not the money for the Christmas present for their kid.
0: Uh, the same reasoning with, with friends. I know that drink Mm
1: -hmm. a lot heavily. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, I know they go and they buy a bottle of, you know, shitty alcohol just Mm -hmm. to survive two or three times a week. And then they're like, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to buy little Johnny such and such this year. I'm like, stop fucking drinking for a month. Yeah. And actually do your liver some good. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. You know, unpickle yourself. Yeah. Honestly, these people, though, I think if they stop drinking, they die. You reach that point.
1: There's a lot of people I know, too, who, um, like, going to the bar and having a drink is their only social thing. And, like, you know, especially now with, like, COVID stuff. That's fine. Like, everybody's working from home and, like, they go to the bar and drink. But, like, I know when I go to the bar, it's, like, last night when we went to Transla, I had the one hot buttered rum.
0: rubbing this in my face.
1: Yep, I will. But that's like one of the only times I've ever gone there where I had only the one drink.
0: Well, that's.
1: (laughs) Mostly when I go to bars, I don't have just one drink.
0: Technically speaking, if you're a good human, Uh when you go to Tarantula, you should only have one drink. You shouldn't be like us that went there. (laughs) And had five. Opening night and we're like, let's taste everything. Oh, shit. I can't stand up straight ever again for the rest of the weekend.
1: Yeah. Had to sober up for quite a while on that one.
0: But, you know, that's fine. Going mm-hmm. to the bar to have some drinks socially just so you can have interaction with humans.
1: But if you're doing that every day?
0: It. um, Depends. Mm-hmm. Are you going there and getting sauced? Mm-hmm. Or is it part of your cycle to where you're just like, I'm going to stop by here, have a drink on my way home. Or yeah. I'm a lonely person. This is my interaction. It's It's the same scenario I see with like, the guy that's at the strip club every day. Yeah. That this is his interaction and this is how he knows how to interact. This right. is how you know all the girls know him, all the bartenders know him. Same thing, you go to a bar, all the bartenders know you. They they're going to have easy conversation with you cuz you mm-hmm. go up there every day. They're not I've always thought it was kind of creepy. Someone that's at a strip club every day. Mm-hmm. That's kind yeah. of a creepy. Lie. That is a different one. But to the girls, he's not creepy anymore because he's there every day. They know the insides and outs of him and, and why that he's there. Every is day. his social interaction mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. And there are people that that's the only way they know how to socially interact.
1: Well, and do you think that, do you think that those kinds of friendships are deep, meaningful, true friendships? That you develop with people, like at a bar, or with strippers at a strip club.
0: Depends. Mm-hmm. Strippers, no. Um, but the wait staff mm-hmm. and the pe- the management of the bar, yeah, or the strip club, uh, the people that work that aren't on stage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is another odd story, but <laughs> I can't remember where it was reported. But a guy didn't show up. For two days at a strip club and they knew, you know, this is what he did for every day. Mm -hmm. First day he didn't show up. They're like, oh, that's kind of weird. He's not here today. Second day, they're like, oh, that's weird. Call the cops. They called the cops. Did they they really check? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And come to find out he had had a heart attack and was at the hospital. Oh, wow. But didn't have anybody to tell because he was a lonely dude. Right. He didn't have anybody to talk to. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's where they found him and everything. And then I yeah. heard another story about a, a Domino's pizza. Mm-hmm. Like this guy ordered Domino's pizza every day. And the one day his order didn't come through, they sent a, a, a wellness check on him and come to find out he had uh, passed out from low sugar, or some shit. And was,
1: oh, wow. They yeah. Helped him out. Yeah. No. And, and I, I do believe that, you know, people who are barflies and and go to the same bar or whatever all the time, y- you do develop very because you know you start drinking you start sharing you start talking about what's going on in your world and and especially now with social media like all of those people like they you all check on each other all the time and you make sure you're okay and stuff and and i think that you know i've gotten some real good friends from bars but
0: yeah. I, it yeah Kay. it's all in how it's broken down all right i've got
1: we can do one more
0: Okay, because we're reaching two hours. Are we reaching or two four hours? four minutes
1: from it. Wow. Three minutes. Now. Okay, does not have any goals.
0: How old are they?
1: No, like, so if you were out on the dating scene right now uh-huh. and you were to meet someone who was in your same age range okay. and they didn't have any goals.
0: Yeah, we're, we're past the part of having goals. We should already have, have reached our goals and being a have I'm just kidding. You're looking at me weird.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm like about to like beat you up.
0: Like I I mean we're on our deathbed. I mean we're, we're mm-hmm. well, look at me. I'm old. <laughs> Time to put me out of my misery.
1: I'm older than you. So let's be kind here.
0: No, I think um you should always have goals no matter what. Mhm. Um but if they if you're dating them for a little while and you start realizing That they just don't have anything they're shooting for or they just are like, nope. I'm going to sit here on the couch all day and play video games Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Um, You should always have some type of goal of some sort, Mm -hmm. no matter how little or how crazy it is. And hopefully those goals are to better yourself, Mm -hmm. not just, you know, my goal today is to stand up and... (laughs) Yeah, Hopefully. no, Or
1: passion projects. Like if you yeah. like are someone who we've got a friend who just really loves the outdoors, you know, and they really want to visit, you know, all of these different places and camp using all of these different camping methods and stuff like even though some people might be like, well, that's not a goal. Well, you know what? It kind of is. It's something that they're passionate about and it's something that they want to do and they want to they want to get out and go to these places with their partner or whatever, you know.
0: What if you had a goal of visiting all the state parks in Texas?
1: I love that goal. I think that's a great goal. And also, then you
0: expand. You go from Texas state parks to then all the national parks.
1: Yeah, I, there's national parks that I want to go to. Other uh, state parks I want to go to too. The state parks in Texas, I'm a big fan. A big fan. They they've that's done an easy a good deal. job. Mm-hmm.
0: You and I talked about the other goal one time.
1: The national. Park, no, the, no no no
0: no. Which one? The one that's crazy that people have done every historical marker in Texas.
1: Oh yeah, that's yeah.
0: ridiculous. Yeah,
1: there are so many, but it's fun, and it's and it's made me notice them all. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. When I've read or heard about that story of that, I think it's a couple that's done it. Uh huh. Because they started with every county seat, mm-hmm. like courthouse or mm-hmm. whatever, they wanted to go see all those, and they were yeah. like, "Well, let's just." Try to do every
1: just like on historical their way to marker. on their way to one of the county seats. They were like, "We're going to stop at every historical marker from here to yeah. there."
0: And now it's like we're going to see every historical marker in the state of Texas.
1: Every time it's like, "There's a historical marker one mile on the left." I'm always like, "Where is it? Where is it? Where is it?"
0: <laughs> but there are houses and buildings like
1: and cemeteries and schools and
0: you pull into like Fort Worth uh-huh. and you're just like, "Oh shit!" There's like ten thousand right here in Fort Worth.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'll just be like walking down the street, like in the middle of downtown. There's yeah. a historic marker, bam, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can it's you
0: pretty cool. That
1: quest? No, that's a goal. I can't. That that that's is ridiculous. a goal. But you know, but you can do the goal of on our way to this state park, we'll stop at every historic marker. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good one. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. A pretty good. One. I
1: like the the old cemeteries and how they all have historic markers that. Ex- talked about the people that are buried there and stuff. I'm like, Oh, this is cool. You know, me, or the I'm, alien. I'm a cemetery fan. Yeah. Or the alien story. <laughs> that was interesting. But yeah, it's really cool. I I, I love cemeteries, but I think that's it. Do you so want to visit
0: every cemetery in Texas.
1: Um, no, I don't want to visit every cemetery in Texas.
0: Oh,
1: no. um, but I do like when I see them, I like to pull over <laughs> and look at them, but if I if I had to to not, but when I drove to Utah, um, I went up like past Cadillac Ranch. What is that forty? Mm-hmm. And um, there's there would be like a sign on the road that would be like cemetery one mile that way, and I would be like. <laughs> on
0: this last trip you took?
1: No, the no. when I drove um just after my mom passed away. Okay. Yeah. And I, well, I did. Th- I did. took that trip by myself, like drove it. This last time I flew.
0: Oh, so, yeah, that's right. You yeah. flew.
1: But I was going to drive and then. You invited me. <laughs> to drive. To
0: drive you. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean.
0: Which I toyed with.
1: Which I wouldn't mind. I think we'd be good road trip buddies.
0: Well, no, we've made some road trips and they've mm-hmm. been great. But mm-hmm. I think so, too. But I really toyed with that. Dropping you off at your dad's and then just going crazy in Utah.
1: Mm-hmm. There's lots of fun stuff.
0: I could have left a mon- monolith somewhere.
1: You could have left a monolith. Somewhere.
0: <laughs> Let someone find it.
1: Yep, that would have been. Maybe good. I
0: did. Maybe I did drive you up there. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the monolith is mine.
1: Maybe so. Have you heard that crazy story about the people who were going to go visit the monolith, and those dudes like came up and and tore it down, and, and it were down like, right "Leave there. no." leave no trace and took off with it.
0: Well, that's the point. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, the whole creed of even urban exploring is leave no trace. Mm -hmm. Take nothing and leave no trace.
2: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Interesting. So
0: to sum up this show, Uh have we talked about Fort Worth enough? Because this is Fort Worth famous. (laughs) I mean, you guys talk about the real housewives of
1: Salt Lake City. Who knows where. Yeah. Well, it has
0: nothing to do with Fort Worth.
1: No, so the whole the originally when we were starting the podcast pre COVID we were gonna have all these Fort Worth things people and stuff come in yeah and COVID has knocked that all out and then we were gearing up and and getting people to come on we had Rex come on and stuff and then um we've had another like big th- surge of COVID stuff and I keep th- toying with it because there are people and places I do want to feature on it and I think that during this time it's probably a good idea to you know get recognition out there like there's all these pop-up markets that are happening and there are still places that are you know doing doing good and you know making sure that their services and stuff are still available for everybody and I want to make sure that they're getting kudos and stuff but I also have to worry about bringing somebody into my home or the treehouse. Comfortable with it, or you know what I mean. That's yeah. what
0: we've dealt with, and yeah. I've thrown it out there. I was like, "You know us, yeah. You know what we do, right? If you want to come over, you're more than welcome. If not, yeah. I totally understand. It's not going to offend me right now. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to do it digitally, yeah, you know you can. Oh, and yeah. we, we've been able to zoom some people in mm-hmm. for our show and stuff, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of well, weird. and, right and now.
1: you think about like we talked about last time with with Ivy, I think we talked about it on the show, but like your circle, your bubble is not as small as you think your bubble is because yeah, kind of everybody's is. got a bubble. You know what I mean? Like my bubble includes like Anna and Mandy. Well, Mandy's teaching in a school, and Anna's mm. got her own bubble of friends, right? Who weirdos who also like, That's just for her. So so but so she's got like Brian and Mika. Yeah. And they've got their bubble of people. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. It yeah, so when she sees Brian and Mika, the, then she's you know same basically, thing you got to
0: worry about when you're at an orgy. The
1: same, same, same thing. Same same thing. thing. Same
0: thing. So yeah, yeah but, if there's I, ever a Real Housewives of Fort Worth, Fort Worth though, oh my god, oh man, you
1: gotta be on it. I don't think I would be on it. I don't make enough money. However, I do know some of the people in Fort Worth who make that kind of money. And that could be... It could be fun to watch, to see.
0: That kind of freaks me out. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And that freaks me out.
1: Yeah. Could be a good time. So, anyway, we will eventually get to all of the things that make Fort Worth famous. But, like, we wanted to do a whole thing on, like, all the museums and stuff. But, like... Right. Yeah, y'all were
0: lining up to do that. Yeah, before the co- before yeah. COVID.
1: and I know that museums and stuff are open, and but I'm I'm still kind of uncomfortable in closed-in places. If it's open, like I would probably go walk around the stockyards. Not could right do- now. Not right now. There's a
0: super spreader event happening yeah, right now. The
1: rodeo, which is weird. You which said it got transferred from Vegas. Transferred
0: from Vegas because Vegas's restrictions were too tight. Yeah. So they moved it to Fort Worth. Yeah. And Arlington.
1: Yeah. So we'll get back to the Fort Thanks, Worth famous Betsy. topics um as soon as we can. And in the meantime, it's just me and Ivy I, being Fort Worth famous. I know we're
0: over, but what do you think about Fort Worth moving their city hall into the Pier One building?
1: I think it's a smart move. I'm glad that they're not building something new. I'm glad they're reusing something that's already existing. That's empty. Yeah, that's empty. Yeah. And I know that I know that it's still gonna be, you know, a hundred million dollars or however much it is, but it's still gonna be I think they said Tens of millions of dollars less, you know.
0: I'm gonna have to see which storm drains I can adopt over there. Yeah, that yes. look upon Betsy's yeah office.
1: Yeah, no, I'm I'm actually pretty happy with that choice.
0: Do you think she'll see it?
1: <laughs> she'll see it. She'll be all. She'll be like, "What the hell? Another Jerry Jonestown Massacre storm drain? No, no, drain? no, not
0: that. Oh, well, she actually see her office over there." Maybe for like a year, and then she gets kicked out?
1: Hopefully. I'm hoping. Well, when, how long is the remodel going to take?
0: I don't know. But COVID didn't kill her. Damn it.
1: (laughs) I love that she was like, I just happened to get this antibody treatment. Yeah, right. You didn't just happen to get that. No. You got it because you're the mayor of Fort Worth.
0: No, you got it because you suck on Trump's TT.
1: Yuck.
0: And you're his buddy
1: gross gross yeah, and gross, Abbott's gross. i love i love the fact though that with this last election tarrant county and the city of fort worth were both blue and i'm hopeful that when the next mayoral elections come around that she's out
0: i just want that someone was my dog. yeah uh, you weren't passing gas <laughs> no i just want someone that isn't a dipshit yeah that's all i pray for
1: Yeah, I do. I don't really
0: pray for the mayor of Fort Worth (laughs) or who it's going to be. I just want to put that out there.
1: No, but I do. I want some. I I have learned that I do value someone who has some experience within the city government realm, you know, going for it and doing it because it's a a big old machine that you have to run.
0: It is. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. She's got too many bits. Yeah. That can aggravate me. Yeah. And I don't know.
1: Yeah. She's not my favorite person.
0: She just doesn't. She's not right.
1: No. And I want someone who there are a lot of things that we need to work on within the city, you know, with the infrastructure and all that kind of stuff. And I want someone who's passionate about all of that, who can. I know they can't make it happen, but they can help drive it. And and hopefully you think she's ever been to the east side? Probably not. You think I, she's I,
0: ever been east of Beach Street?
1: Yeah, I'm sure oh, she, she has. because Texas of the, Westland. Yeah, cause, yeah, but I was going to say, probably not east of Westland.
0: Has she been east of Oakland Miller?
1: No. Abs- no. Yeah. I don't think she's ever been to Stop Six. I don't think she's ever been to my little <laughs> Hanley Meadowbrook She's never center. been to that
0: apartment complex I've no. worked in.
1: Mm-mm. No, I'm sure Gina Bivens is like, hey, come on over here and have lunch with me at some locally owned restaurant. She's like, nah.
0: She probably rode her bike to that Walmart on Barry and 287, but that's as far east as she's been.
1: Yeah. And she's like. She's not hood. She, she's got no she street She has cred. no cred. None. Zero. No. All Zip. Right. Zilch.
0: Well, I hope I was a good enough Ivy.
1: I think you were. This was fun.
0: I have a penis, though, but I do feel like one of the girls.
1: Okay, good. I'm glad.
0: I feel like you know, we can we can sit around and and talk girls talk now.
1: It was pretty good. I you did a, an excellent job. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Well, nice job. It's been fun. All right. See you All later. Right. Bye.
0: Bye. Love you. Mean it.